This is Will. And this is Travis. And together, when we combine our abilities and powers, we become the Days Past Tooncast. That's correct. The podcast where we have adult conversations about yesterday's animation. That's correct. It all came together like a puzzle. You know, just maybe that phrase, if you're new to this. Uh, it doesn't really spell it out for you. Travis and I, we listen to old cartoons. We listen to them. And then we also look at the visuals. And then we... Separately. Yeah, we do. We separate them out. And then later, we actually like view the whole thing with audio in a, in a full theater. And to really get the, the artistic yeah, it takes vision. Us one, it takes us one week to watch one cartoon. Yeah, if it's a rush episode, then yeah, for sure. We watch them. We take notes. We don't share those notes until we meet up in the DPTC studios... To chat. Yes. To have one of the aforementioned adult conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And today we... That was good. That was real good. Yeah, it was very good. <clears throat> and today we are talking about one of the most important, one of the biggest, one of the baddest, one of the maddest, one of the coolest... One of the, the dopest. One of the most successful franchises ever to come out of the 1980s or any cartoon boom. There's How many cartoon booms have there been? Like 10 so far? Yeah. Any of them. This is one of the biggest things. I said before the G.I. Joe was probably the most popular. I actually think this is probably blows that out of the water. I think so. Yeah. This is the crown jewel possibly in all of Toondom. Travis and I watched. Transformers. Robots in disguise. That intro. What a weird song. It is it's like sinister sounding. <laughs> uh it is it's it's discombobulating. It's a, it's to a musical. Hear. It's a musical. <laughs> it is. It's like they, it's just like really okay, I mean you've got a whole again, like the music on this is horn heavy. Let's just start off. <laughs> Establishing that we've got a double H rating on this show for sure, music wise. Yeah. And there's a reason for that that I'll get to. Okay. But yeah, that opening song and the way that the animation just automatically opens up, you see just two warring factions of robots that you've never met before if this is your first time watching it, and they're just fighting in a desert, mountainous area. <laughs> and this music comes on, and it is really like a robot programmed it on random or something to me because it just, I don't know how they came up with that shit, but it's very disorienting. <laughs> Transformers. There's movies of it still being made, and they're fucking popular. Like, yeah. I haven't seen a single one of them. I don't know what, what they're... Yeah, I, don't, I didn't want to see it. Oh, man. Listen, I had some Transformer toys when I was younger. Uh-huh. Definitely. But I can't say I remember watching this cartoon as a child. Exactly the same thing for me. But that being said, it has ran my 
my adulthood. I yeah. mean, I've I've definitely watched every Transformers. Transformers is your general manager. Yes. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> it Optimus Prime me. is in it charge. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> sign, it signs my paychecks. That's right. <laughs> yes. I'm realizing more and more when we do this show that there are a lot of shows that I was a fan of having never seen them. Yeah. Like, I liked the toys, and I liked the concept and the characters, but I never saw it. Like, uh, Voltron was that way for a while, and this show certainly was. And G.I. Joe, I didn't have the toys, but this one, I had a few of the toys, and I think it's that my cousin, who was just a few years older, was passing them down to me. Like, I barely watched He-Man at the time either, but I had toys from that, and it's the same thing here with Transformers. I had Soundwave, who... He could play an actual mini cassette in his chest, which is fucking crazy. And then I, I know we had Megatron because he turned into a gun. Like, that yeah. was so cool about these toys is they actually pretty well turned into what they were supposed to be. Like, you buy one toy, you get two. I guess that's how that was the selling point that they had yeah, for no it. Yeah, doubt, man. I would like to have a chat about Transformers, the origins of it really quick. Yeah, can we chat about it, please? I, I I was hoping that when you came over, we might do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I invited you over for this purpose. Yeah, well, let's turn this mic on and let's, you know, let's do it. All right, let's get started. All right, boys and girls, get... So, Transformers, More Than Meets the Eye, this is the miniseries. We watched the entire thing. We're doing it a little bit differently from usual. We watched three episodes of a cartoon series in a week's time. There's a lot of Transformers. <laughs> a lot of Transformers. I don't think it was meant to be binge-watched like some of these shows are. Some of these miniseries like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and G.I. Joe where they do five parts, we've talked about you know, actually turning it into a series where we do one every couple weeks. We might still do that, but this, I mean, it is basically just three episodes of a normal show, but with cliffhangers. Yeah. And um, this premiered on September 17th, 1984. And it was... Damn good year. It was a very good... It was a very good year. <laughs> For Transformers and for robots in general, I would say. And like each day afterwards, the next episode would come out. Yeah. And that's so it was the 17th, 18th, 19th. You get all your Transformers out of your body and sweat it onto the floor into a nice puddle. And a, a little auto, Autobot puddle. <laughs> that's right. Hey, on a serious note, <laughs> yeah, these, yeah. These, these shows needed to be watched together. Like this, this was, this was a good decision. I man. agree. Yeah, yeah. I, it, was a, it was a command decision yeah. made by the two CEOs. Mm-hmm. The co-CEOs, yeah. CCEO, CCEOs <laughs> of DPT-CEOs. Yes. Yeah. C-3PO. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's an R2-D2 um, guy in this. Did you notice that? Yes. Okay, big time. Yes, we'll I get did. to him. All right, 1983 is where the story starts, just to take us back a little bit, because has yeah, and that's where you were born. You yes. were born in that place, mm-hmm. uh, 1983. I, I'm a foreigner. I'm from 1984. Ooh, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. I, I didn't migrate. <laughs> Immigrate to 1983. I stayed well away from that. Do you have your your papers? No. Okay. 1983. Hasbro has basically just goes to a toy show. What does it have, bro? What does it have, bro? Hasbro goes to like a like a developer show or whatever in Japan, and they this guy who's I guess just buying up properties for them to bring over to America sees these two different toy lines that they have one is microman and then it had a spinoff which i'm gonna say diaclone i'm gonna say uh it looks like diaclone like diagnosis and the word clone smashed together okay but diaclone didn't sounds (laughs) like guess what i'm not gonna say it again throughout this entire it sounds like a medicine it does it does. Zeljans is my favorite medicine yeah. name. No, and I'm not gonna have to say it again. So you guys can correct me if you want, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go no, back to that no. one. Um, 
And they actually what they did is they just combined both these toys, not like into a single toy, but both toy lines. They just took the toys that they liked from them and then released them over here as a new line, Transformers. It wasn't as simple as that because that that's pretty cool just to go buy toys from Japan and then resell them as a different name. But they actually, in 1984, they're like, okay, well, we need to do a cartoon about these things because now the regulations around advertising in children's television it's they've lifted somewhat it's gotten weaker kind of like we were talking about in he-man yeah like all of a sudden they're still worried about selling to kids in a cartoon show but they're now allowing it <laughs> so weird but see we got this out of it yeah we wouldn't have had transformers if we wouldn't have just loosened up our morals a little bit uh 1984 th- those things loosen up and so hasbro's trying to push these toys and so they had already had the the success with gi joe in 1983, they had this three-pronged format where it's like, we're going to have a cartoon, we're going to have a comic, and we're going to have uh, the toys, of course. And then la- and then lingerie. Lingerie G.I. Joe next. lingerie. Yeah. And you know dish they soap. do. You got di- the G.I. Joe dish soap. They definitely have G.I. Joe lingerie. There is no doubt about that in my mind at all. <laughs> Someone has it. I'm going to say that there also is Transformers, but it's probably homemade. Yeah. Yeah. Hasbro did this same, like, they basically copied and pasted. What they did with uh, G.I. Joe over to Transformers. They said, okay, we're going to get Marvel Productions. We're going to get Sunbow Productions. They're the people who teamed up last time on G.I. Joe. We covered that in their episode. And then we're going to get Toy Animation from Japan. Exact same group. They even have the same composer and conductor on this show as they do on G.I. Joe. Johnny Douglas. They really just said, you know what? It fucking worked last time. Why not do it again? And they did. And boy, did they. Boy, did Boy, they. howdy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you would see this intro performed by a high school band during, yeah. during a halftime show. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Okay. No, I know. Yeah, because they picked it because it's the weird one. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you know what? We are weird. And we're going to let it fly. Here we go. <laughs> Here's our freak flag. Yeah, get out the theremin. <laughs> But that's how the whole thing started up, was just, they said, you know what, Japan, sorry about that whole World War II thing, but you know what, we'll buy your toys, and we're going to resell them. Here's a gentleman's agreement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody got paid, because it was, Transformers ended up popular over in Japan, too, yeah. like, as a result of what they did over here. They did a few things to change it up. I mean, obviously, the story and the names and all this crap, it's, it's, it's as American as G.I. Joe. Is what it is. Like all these names, Optimus Prime, all that stuff. It's really, it really is just the G.I. Joe formula. And I don't know that they got to really have that kind of success with anything else they did. But I know that like the same team also worked on Jim and the Holograms. But that's not quite. (laughs) They did make a movie of that, but it didn't star Shia LaBeouf. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. (laughs) Why why are you always shy hating? I'm uh, I'm a shy guy. No doubt. I'm not a shy guy. Actually, I should say no, 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 no. I liked him on, uh, what was the show he was on on Disney originally? Even, even Stevens. He was funny on that show. He was great. He was, a really, he was really good. Come back to us, buddy. With beans. But I would love to get into, very deeply, into this show with you. Deep inside we, the, the crankshaft. Yeah, because we got three. The, we oil, got, the oil pan. We've got over an, an hour of cartoon to talk about. And for once, we're not going to talk for eight times the amount of the cartoon. <laughs> cartoons length because we're not going to make a four-hour podcast right this time this time but it's coming it's coming guys we're working on it don't worry like we're doing it installments and yeah it's going to be five we're going to release it as a five cd box set 
<laughs> the, 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 the listener just smiled and then fear and then smiled again, man. And now they're and now they're kind of in the middle. Yeah, they're in the middle. Yeah, they they, yeah, they teetered out. One side is frowning, one side is smiling. They they, they just stroked out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the opening of the show. One thing I got to say about it is that the singers, there are people singing. I mean, which is kind of. You got men and women. Like, this is what they used to do for a lot of shows and a lot of uh, commercials and stuff like that. This is a very traditional thing. Like, horns, drums, and they're singing the lyrics, Transformers, more than meets the eye. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. (laughs) (laughs) There's not... Even an internal rhyme in yeah, any of that shit. Yeah. It's just like it's just like copy from the summary that they used to pitch the show. I yeah. think, and they just handed it to him and said, "Can you make that a melody over this crazy two chord Egyptian thing that we did?" And they're like, "Yeah, I guess so." It, it... See, because the show is insane. It, it is. is one of the. I mean, I watching. I was like, "This is probably cra- almost crazier than anything else we've watched." <laughs> now that I think about it, it really is, man. Or were they so jaded at this point that they were just kind of like, yeah, okay, Decepticons, it's fine. Because if they did a bunch of cartoons, I bet they were getting pretty tired of it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, this is old hat by now. Like, Decepticons, it's whatever, man. Yeah, yeah, no no rhyme going on. It's just it's just as bad as a 70s rap group. There's, just, just, <laughs> there's no, like, complete <laughs> complete disregard for all rhymes. Just free-flowing, man. Yeah. Free-jazzing. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes up for me... And in the show, if you watch it uh, in order, yeah. <laughs> if you watch it front to back instead of just random clips, is that a narrator is going to come on at the beginning and end of each show. Yeah. And he he sounds like he's trying to be Vincent Price on Thriller. Like he sounds like he wants to sound evil, like he's on the side of the Decepticons, which are the evil Transformers. Many millions of years ago, on the planet Cybertron, life existed. Intelligent robots that could think and feel inhabited the cities. Yeah, a race of robots. And the good ones are Autobots, and the bad ones are Decepticons. They fight each other. Every single one of them is a toy, and there's like at least ten of them on screen at any time. How's that for an impromptu Will's paragraph? You didn't even know you were getting it. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, you, usually you ramp me up to that. Yeah. And no, see, you, I wanted to shoot a gun sneak at Sneak it in anyway. there. Yeah. Uh, man, hey, listen, if you have ADD, this is the wrong cartoon for you <laughs> because I have a little bit of that, man. Yeah, And yeah, there was so here. much going on the screen. Yeah. It was hard for me to keep focus on what was going down, man. Got to be 100% real. There was a lot of stuff continuously going in, on. In writing, they'll talk about and then story yeah. writing where it's instead of saying like okay so what happens because of something you're just like and then and then this happens and then like you know how a three-year-old tells a story yeah. they just everything's and then that's what this is it's just okay and then what happens and then this happens and then this happens but i thought it was like it was hard to keep up but it was mainly just because i really wanted to the characters are hard to tell apart for me some of them right. some of them are and also because i'm not a car guy once there are cars it's just like okay who fucking cares for starters <laughs> And then, for, like, if there are two sports cars, I'm like, I don't know the difference except you're, for the color. You're, you're like, wait, that one has two wheels. That's definitely a motorcycle. I, don't, I think that's either half a car or a motorcycle, <laughs> probably. <laughs> they should have a motorcycle. I'm sure they do. They have everything. So the narrator comes on, and he he tells you all about Cybertron, which is this giant planet that the Transformers live on. And it's completely made out of metal, and it's got a, it's really cool looking, actually, like in the animation. It is. It's all made out of metal. Like, I don't know how that works. I don't know how the Transformers work. It makes no I sense. Have so many questions about the Transformers. The animation on this cartoon was superb, though. It was really good. Now, they managed a cool cheat in the animators. Now, I mean, this is just a cool thing in the design. Like, half of the characters almost 
have this weird thing where they don't have a mouth. They just have like a mouthpiece, like yeah. Optimus Prime. Yeah, 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 so yeah. when he's talking, it just kind of moves up and down a little bit. You don't have to actually animate a mouth opening because they're not very good at the mouths opening at the right time, I noticed. So <laughs> that's a boon for them that they don't have to animate that. Yeah. And about half the time, it's just a car that you do voiceover over like it's just a talking car yeah. animators really made out the, on that well, one the car the car would have the, the lights might yeah the might lights might come on at most like it's like two cars having a conversation but it's not like the movie cars <laughs> where they're animated yeah. it's just like where they're just two cars that are sitting there right yeah so many autobots so, so little many, time so many autobots so many all kinds of bots man <laughs> I, I was on a wiki for transformers to get some of this straight because it's pretty fucking tough i think maybe i think since we have so much to cover uh, instead of getting bogged down with like a, a play-by-play, maybe <laughs> let's let's set up the story in its most general way, and okay. we can just go from there. Whatever catches our fancy. Okay. Um, the basic setup is that the Transformers and the Decepticons are on Cybertron. The resources are low on this planet. They're using them up. Feels like they're kind of making an environmental point. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, not, I it's not. So. I don't feel like you really get to do that until it's the '90s. So, mm, yeah, they're bold. they're maybe on the on the forefront of this yeah. sort of thing, avant garde, if you will. And they are warring, and of course they are. I mean, they got to fight, and I don't get why that. Like, there's no real explanation as to why the Decepticons are bad. Like that, they they just are. They just do what they do. <laughs> they just want to be in charge. They're not cool. They're not cool, man. Hey, I don't remember uh, Megatron looking like that. Really. At all, no. What? Yeah, I don't. But he does look like that. He does. Look like, <laughs> doesn't it look exactly <laughs> like what look it looks like? He does look like that, Travis. That's a fault on your part. It is. Yeah, man. What's the deal with that, bro? I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I, I remember because he, he has the shoulder cannon and he's gray. And I don't know if what he has is like hair or a helmet. I don't know what that's supposed to represent, but it looks like it could be either one of them. But it's yeah. made out of metal, like everything well, I mean, on these guys. Like, as I told you, my knowledge of Transformers really just... Mm-hmm. It goes back to Shia LaBeouf showing right. me what a Transformer is. <laughs> right, right, right. And so uh, Megatron does not look like that in... Oh, that's right. He doesn't at all. Yeah. I, I've seen some stills so, from that stuff in previews. There you go. So, well... Shia LaBeouf taught me my Transformers knowledge. Well, so are you, do you just want to do a commentary on the Transformers movie? Yes. You okay. ready? Yeah, and- here we go. Press play. Cybertron is not doing so great. They're kind of worrying over uh, resources. Resources, they're just like light. It's just like like either bows made out of light or sacks of flour that look like they're made out of light. Like that's what they seem to run on. I don't their their definition of energy in this show is really weird because it just <laughs> seems like anything you can just turn into like if I take oil then I can turn it into energy that fills something with bright lights. And then it and then it <laughs> And that's that's the science behind everything in this show. Uh, they're they're not having a good time on Cybertron. The Decepticons are trying to take over, and they kind of seem like they have to the, for the most part. And the Transformers finally say, or I'm sorry, the Autobots. I'm going to call them Transformers and Decepticons like every time. Yeah. To me, that's what it is. It's right. not Autobots. Come on. They are saying like we got to get off the planet because we got to go find more resources. Decepticons are aware of this plan. And they're like, well, we need those resources. We're going to go where they're going. So they follow them into space. On they're both like flying these gigantic ships. <laughs> they get, it's just like it's just like Dino Riders. It's just like th- uh, Thundercats. We got ships in space. I'm trying <laughs> to find something. The ship's going to crash. And just like Dino Riders, yeah. they crash because this is millions of years ago. You don't realize until uh-huh. they crash land on prehistoric Earth, and it says four million years ago. And the first thing I thought. 
It literally just says that at the bottom of the screen. I was like, young Earth people are not going to want to watch this show. This is not for you if you think, if your timeline is like in the two to 3,000 year range, what is, or what, I'm sorry, what is it, like 6,000 year yeah. range, you don't want to watch Transformers because it is inherent to the plot that they were here millions of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like during, So they crash land on Earth. They're dormant for four million years. And then I guess this volcano going off is what wakes them up and they get out. And they're released on the world at large. And, what, of course, the first thing the Decepticon... Decepticons, first off, the repair, yeah. yes. the repair scene was pretty crazy. Man. Yeah. So what happens... Like, I, I do kind of like the explanation of how they came to resemble, like, things on Earth. Right. You know, like, wh- why does he look like a fucking Mack truck? Like, we don't have those on Cybertron. What happened is they send out this little probe, which it says, what does it say? I think it says, explore, explore, <laughs> as it leaves. Like, it's just telling you what it does just yeah. to the world at large. And it goes and scans a bunch of vehicles out in the world. <laughs> uh, apparently just trucks, cars, and planes is what it seems to, that's all you see it scanning. And then it comes back and repairs not only the Autobots, it's the Autobots ship that's doing this. This is what I noticed the second time I watched it. The Autobots ship repairs both Autobots and Decepticons. Your ship should not be helping your enemies. and But that's what turns them into jet fighters and Mack trucks and sports cars and all that shit. I feel like their ship, their own ship, really gypped them because most of the Autobots are cars. Yeah. And cars versus jets, there's just no question of who wins. You know what? I'm going to look into it. All right. I'll have an answer for you. Take, yeah, ask some questions. Do some investigating if you <laughs> please, would. For please, me. Travis. Yeah, I'm, I kind of expect you to do that before we get here. Oh, like yeah, you yeah, would yeah. do some investigating. Hit the street. Pound the street. <laughs> Pound the pavement. Beat. <laughs> Beat reporter. <laughs> but they get repaired, and that's now why they take these forms. And they're pretty much just right back at it. The Decepticons are drawing energy from things here on Earth. The first thing that they find is an oil rig, and that is uh, humans are on it, and they're doing their thing. And just, I guess, basically to sum the whole thing up, Decepticons are trying to get energy from all the various ways that humans get energy, and the Transformers are trying to stop them because they don't want them to get enough energy to go back to their home planet because they'll get enough energy from our planet to conquer not only Cybertron, but supposedly the whole universe. And that's where all the struggle of the show comes from. I mean, ultimately, everything about it is just Decepticons want energy sources, and they're going to find ways to do it. And some of those, one of those plans is really fucking crazy. And then the Autobots end up teaming up with a couple of uh, real spunky humans that want to help out the robots. A couple of Shia LaBeoufs, if you couple, will. Yeah, yeah. And they're people who are on the oil rig, and they just decide they're going to help the robots do their thing. I mean, if you were to, like, put it on a piece of paper and get as simple as you can <laughs> with the plot. That's what happens, and that could have taken place in about five minutes, but that happens over an hour worth of animation. Um, and that's it, guys. This is Travis okay. from Days hey, Past yeah. Teamcast. Uh, you can check us out on because uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's just too much to get into every specific of three 22-minute cartoons to right. get it. But I want to go back just now that we kind of know what the whole plan is and kind of break it open. A little bit. Now, I want to get to one thing real fast. Please. What is this Grand Canyon-esque uh, arid wasteland yes. from He-Man, from Thundercats, Transformers, Dino Riders? Yeah. Where, where, what is this? This was, 
I mean, here's the problem with this one. I totally, yeah, I wrote, I wrote a note about this too. At least He-Man is on another, uh, seemingly another planet, you know, Eternia. Right. And, and Dino Riders was set in prehistoric Earth. Right. This is 1984, specifically. It looks like it's just... Like what I would call wasteland, yeah. like just like where the the dirt looks like it's turned petrified, mountains, volcano apparently, and then like off in the distance there's a modern city right. with no gradation between the two. Yeah. Like it just turns from desert land, not even desert. There's no sand. Just from like like a bomb was dropped here many years ago to okay, and now here's a city with plenty of people in it. Yeah, I, I don't know, man, because they spend all their time almost. Like out in this fucking rocky wasteland, and it's really like it's very uh, dull looking. You know, it's just a bunch of brown and gray, and it's like, yeah, where on the fucking world is the Earth like that? Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's like one cartoonist was like started drawing that that style, and they just kind of they kept it going, man. Like I think that that is where fairy tale fun time happens in cartoon world. I guess so. Yeah, maybe they were just like <laughs> repainting the same backgrounds for a lot of these shows, right? Then <laughs> also didn't realize. Uh, that that my Shia LaBeouf Transform movie was actually being true with the scale to size of how big Transformers are. They're insanely big. They are. These robots are numerous times I said to myself, if this happened in real life, I would just kill myself. <laughs> like <laughs> if I like there's a point where Megatron busts into uh, like a power station, right. he, him and his buddies just walk through the wall and the wall, you know, like bursts open. I'm just like if I'm one of these guys, I would just find the nearest implement and just murder myself because I can't live in a world like that. I can't, man. Just I can't break deal. your neck. Yeah, I, yeah. I would just twist my head around. <laughs> like I can't deal, man, because they're so fucking huge and like nobody cares. No human on this. Sh- I know I say this every time, but these are gigantic robots, and there's like an army of them. They're I don't know, 50 feet tall, and nobody, w- when they go to the oil rig, yeah. the first thing that these guys on the oil, and I know oil rig guys are tough, but they're the, not the, so tough. The toughest. The toughest around oil rig. <laughs> <laughs> they they start throwing wrenches at Megatron. The second he lands, they just go, what's that? I don't know, and then start throwing wrenches di- at it. It's different. Kill yeah, it. Yeah, and then once again, you just assume it's bad. He might just be there to help. He wasn't. No, he was a bad guy, so they were right <laughs> to throw the wrenches, but you run the other fucking way. If there's a robot on the loose, I know that. We all know that. Look, I'm. I have a deep fear of like it's tune. It's tune law. That's right. I have a deep fear of like a Skynet situation, and I kind of wonder if that's what Cybertron was. Okay. And so robots to me are inherently like I like I like technology, but robots are just inherently kind of spooky because they could just go crazy and be like the Transformers and do their own thing, and the Transformers have. Yeah, but they're also not like programmed. They're people because they're not. They don't talk about like I was made by this doctor and blah blah blah. blah. They're just like a race that came out of nowhere. I don't. They're so confusing because they treat them like. On one hand, they're robots and cars to the point that you can take them like to like they have to go get repairs right you know yeah. but then on the other hand it's like but they just seem to exist naturally they have personalities they have life to them yeah. you know it's really and then really on the other weird. hand they're thomas the fucking train <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> pulling into the station to get uh, to get yeah. oil repair and stuff yeah. the uh, just the transformers in general as a concept they come from this distant planet 4 million years ago all of their names and all of their accents would tell you that they are from Earth right now. 
and the way that they talk, the things that they make reference to, it's not pop culture, but like they're talking about car stuff, like words that we specifically as a people have come up with to describe the products we have here as cars. They're using those terms four million years ago on another planet with a Bronx accent or like with a hick accent. It's so weird. Hey, I'm a robot, man. You want me to turn into a plane or something? Like, (laughs) does that happen? That's just the way the the cartoonist decided to tell us the story. Well, I I, I appreciate it because I don't want everybody sounding like. Think if they all had like fifty sci fi robot voices. That mm-hmm. actually kind of would be funny for like two, one minute, and then you got to cut it. Yeah, right. That's like a college humor thing you could do, probably. <laughs> hey, man, you want me changing to something over here, man? <laughs> I'm just sitting here doing nothing, man. You want me to do something? There's not enough energy in these conductors to last a cortex. No side of Cybertron's blacker than the inside of a drive shaft. What is your command, Megatron? I can't move. Just turn me loose, Prime. I'll sniff him out. I want to boot some Decepticon right in his turbocharger. Megatron is strong. He's merciless. He can't be beaten. I... And you'll never be our leader. I can't move. Can't... Call it off, Ironhide. There's too many of them. They're out of reach. Stop yapping, Blue Streak. This is my fight. Can't Fear not, Megatron. Cybertron shall remain as you leave it. When we get back to Cybertron, will you make me a big house with a four-car garage? (laughs) (laughs) Now, that that was all the oil rig workers, right? Yeah, that was just the humans on the show. Yeah, the guys in the hard hats and the yellow boots. Almost all of them are blue collar, by the yeah, way. Like yeah. every Transformer is a big Bruce Springsteen fan, <laughs> except man. for except for uh, Shockwave. He sounds like Calculon on Futurama. Like, what would you like me to do? Like, he's the <laughs> one that talks to, like Megatron like that. He's like a Butler bot. It sounds like. Yeah, I do like it because I mean they're all very distinct voices, so it, it's the only way to do it. But I don't know. It just doesn't make any <laughs> sense that they would have these accidents until they got to Earth. Then they could have picked it up through the repair or something hey, like I'm that. I'm probably going to step on your uh, your next little thing here you're going to do, but did I hear a, a Shaggy from Scooby-Doo voice? Yeah, you did. Okay. You sure as hell did, buddy. Making yeah. sure. I a couple caught, times. I caught yeah. that a couple times yep. in there. Yeah, good ear. Thank very good you. ear. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. you definitely did, for he, sure. He changed it. He tried to change he, he it. He didn't do too bad a couple times, but he definitely, when he played a human, Casey Kasem is who we're talking about, he, uh, he played like one of the army guys at the Air Force range or whatever it was who just says like hey there's a thing on the sonar or whatever and it just was Casey Kasem 100% like he didn't do anything to change his like he was doing a countdown and then said oh by the way there's something on the sonar I heard him from a, a mile away he, how can you not what I learned by the end of the Transformers miniseries yeah. was that apparently every Transformer Autobot or Decepticon can fly they all fly without wings like they don't have to be a jet <laughs> man they can just fly Yeah. they all have some super strength, but not always, and not enough to pick up really heavy objects. Just yeah. some of like sometimes, but not always. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're they're so big that they I mean they themselves must weigh so many tons. Their ship. You know, think about their ship alone. Yeah. Oh my god, their at, ship at is so time, fucking big. At any time their ship might have about 20 to 30 robots on there. Gigantic robots. <laughs> Not like even if these robots were the size of you or me, yeah. they would weigh a ton. I mean, yeah. they're just like solid metal. God knows what they're made out so of. So the, they're they're flying around in a mall. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is the, the their ship is huge. It looks awesome. I'm I know that was a toy. They all were. Every single thing, every grain <laughs> of sand in this was made into a toy eventually. <laughs> 
<laughs> and collected by everybody. And so loose with no morals. No, absolutely no morals to it, man. It's a back alley transformer you're dealing oh with. Oh, my no. God. Yeah, he'll knife you. <laughs> so they have strength sometimes. Sometimes they don't. They can fly, but sometimes they act like they can't fly. Because if they get anywhere near water... They don't ever say, like, oh, I short circuit, but they just act like they're powerless over water. <laughs> like, some, only some of them. Some, some of them, like some Optimus, Optimus Prime, out of all of them, who's, like, you know, the most mighty, he gets carried away by the current of a river. But a second before that, like, he's flying through the air and doing whatever. It just is all over the place. And then also there's at one point he is hanging from, like, a ledge, and Megatron, his worst enemy, is stepping on his metallic robot fingers, like, you know, to get him to fall, like <laughs> yeah. you would, a, like, a wily e. Coyote. <laughs> and seconds before that, he was flying. What? <laughs> yeah. They, I no mean, sense. they're doing, they can, but here's the thing, like, they also have the ability to do just about anything, even when they're not transformed. And so I have, because if I'm just going to sit there and poke holes for an hour watching Transformers, I'm not going to have any fun. So I had to come up with... What I would like to see if I can get it ratified today, an official cartoon law about oh, the Transformers. Man. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to present this to the court. I come, I come humbly. I come on bended knee. I come with an open mind, and I hope that you'll meet me there in the same way. Here at Tune Court. Oh, yes. Yeah. Today, I I come before you to propose. An agreement. A gentleman's agreement. An accord. An accord, yes. Okay. I, had to, I had to put that through my translator. <laughs> specifically, this can be, I'm sure, applied to many of the cartoons that we watch, but I would like to specifically apply it to the Transformers today. <laughs> That'd be fitting. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to propose like a Thundercats bill <laughs> on, on Transformers Day. Uh, okay. Um, I actually have it, um, I, just the preamble is that what we're faced with is a cartoon full of a race of robots with questionable physiology and a list of powers that seems to grow and shrink at random. Okay. And that can be bothersome for uh, picky 30-year-olds, you know, that like to harp on all the details about stuff. And I think it could just encourage those of us who have a problem letting things go to let that dove out of the cage. So I'm, I bring to you this. Okay. We're faced with the robots. Yes. They have holographic projection, invisibility, teleportation, laser axes, and maces. How can we rectify this? Cartoon law. Amendment. What, how many amendments do we have? 101. Okay, so this is 102 <laughs> right now. Unless and until a Transformer's abilities and limitations are stated explicitly and in detail, each Transformer will have the exact powers needed for any scenario that should arise, unless their having the powers prevents the story from providing sufficient drama as deemed appropriate by the writing staff. Continue. Thus, their abilities are potentially infinite, but can be limited at such points that the writing staff says, if they're infinitely powerful here, the story's not going to be any fun. So, for instance... Hound, the Jeep. I can't believe I remember his name, by the way. Yeah, like, I, no, I've, I've looked at too much Transformers stuff. No doubt. The list, I couldn't believe how long the list character lists were. He, he just holds up his hand. Like, they're, him and another Transformer are spying on Decepticons from God knows how far away. He's like, oh, yeah, let's listen in and see what they're saying. Probably sounds just about like that, too. <laughs> and he holds up his arm, and a little, like, door slides open, and then a tiny satellite dish comes out, and he just listens to what they're saying. <laughs> like... 
that's it, it's just like it's like you know in a dream where it's like you you think of something in the dream and it happens. Yeah. That's how this show works. Like really the, is. whatever they think of, it's like, well, it'd be good if I had a panther right now that was a robot. Yeah, there's one hunting you. Don't worry about it. It's over there already. Like that's how it works. So that's we just have to make it to where we just accept that the Transformers are all powerful until the writing staff says, you know what, if they have the ability to fly right now, then it wouldn't be cool. <laughs> basically yeah and yeah. then they take that ability away yeah it wouldn't, it wouldn't drive our story exactly if that and one so, could fly yeah if he could fly now he, he just was flying five minutes ago doesn't matter right now i need him to be hanging from a ledge yeah by one hand even though he, he oh but he was lifting something really heavy earlier yeah yeah but see now if he lifted himself right up right now it wouldn't be fun doesn't matter doesn't matter it's just it's a fluid world welcome to it um i would like i i move for this to be ratified and i will add that there's this puts the transformers in a weird um position because until you limit them or until they're in a situation they potentially have all the power in the world but it's all potential it's kind of like they're schrodinger's cat like they have all the powers but at any moment they could not have the powers <laughs> it's all about circumstance will you look in the box i will so i can't complain about any of that shit for the rest of the podcast but Here's the deal, though. What the fuck is the? <laughs> but I, I yeah. can, I can, you I can. can. Touch, I can touch base on something. You right can do now. whatever you want. And I was so mild mannered through that because I wanted to get to this. Yes. So, like you said, um, they got satellites out of their wrists. Um, they're flying spaceships. They, they got everything that's so new age yeah. going on. You know, very yeah. futuristic. But then uh, one of them puts a uh, a Walkman up to record. Yeah. Yeah. A tape like. You know what I'm saying? Did the writers not have the foresight to know that that, that wasn't going to be the thing? Yeah, no, I that, mean, and then yeah. the Polaroid picture. He yes. takes a picture, and the Polaroid comes out, and he shakes it, and yeah. he looks at it. It's well, like, yeah. So there's you've got on, you've got man. a robot named Soundwave, who I'll play a clip from in a bit, who turns into a cassette player, and then you've got these three robots that speak in unison, who are called reflection or something like that who turned into a polaroid camera which really served no purpose like he didn't need to take a picture to he's not well, a private they're, detective they're just doing holograms this is a second yeah, ago like, yeah yeah come on no it's man. just it's so up and down yeah some of the some of them are really cool some of it's like there's one that's uh ravager is like either a wolf or a panther and i don't know why some of them are animals and some of them it's are dope, trucks though. but it's really he's fucking dope. cool yeah. yeah one of them is a pterodactyl or at least looks like a pterodactyl is laser beak and but i also wondered like if Transformers were made today, like created, literally just created today as a franchise, and they were doing that same kind of thing, like what's the technology that they would be turning into, the modern technology that they would be transforming into to blend in with today's modern world? One would be a phone. Absolutely. Smartphone's the first thing. And would um, he'd hide in, in females' purses? Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that carry phones? Yes. <laughs> for for this story? Yes, Thank yes, you. yes. Um, and, and infiltrate, you know, infiltrate yeah. people's uh, conversations and stuff, you know? What I was thinking, yes, smartphone. So let's say Soundwave is like a, a smartphone, and then Ravager and Laserbeak and Rumble, the little guys that live inside of them, they're apps on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> And one's a phone case. Yeah, exactly. That would actually probably be pretty close. Well, like some of the, I was thinking like iPads. That's another easy one that they could yeah. be. Like anything that you hold in your hand, like laptops or whatever. Uh, a flashlight? <laughs> yeah, that new, that brand new invention of the flashlight. <laughs> well, I was like, I think in trying, like I, it was an exercise in like trying to think of what modern technology is. And the only things I could think of are 
iPhones, iPads, so screens, basically. Blue, uh, what? Fitbits is something. I yeah. <laughs> like, that's a little thing that they could, like, ride on you and do whatever. Uh, Blu-ray players, because if we're going to have a cassette player, like, you might as well have something that plays a disc, I would assume. Yeah. Like a flat screen, flat screen anything, that, that's already done. Electric cars. Like What about a, what about a guitar? Well, I mean, they should have done that already. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. And all that'd be a heavy ass guitar, man. You'd really throw your shoulder out. I mean, what would they be able to do? Just have another transformer play it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like is, what is that like okay? Is that okay in their culture? It's okay to ride around in one. Again, I guess it's a matter of are you invited to play the guitar? Right. Yeah. Come play me. And if they say that, you're good. <laughs> that'd be interesting, but that would be a heavy ass guitar, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty uh, that's a pretty cool idea to have like uh you know like band cartoon action shows like josie and the pussycats and all this shit like where the band is a traveling adventuring team right you could have a team of like four or five transforming instruments who are their own band <laughs> that would be like a drum machine and a synthesizer and they're just playing themselves that's pretty cool man <laughs> let's not release this part of the podcast i don't want people to Steal that one that's, from us. That's cool, man. That's cool, man. You know what? I think that's cool, man. I think I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, man. I'm gonna put it on my notepad. Nature of the beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets of true crime, the paranormal, the occult, and conspiracy. Join your guides for weekly episodes. And face the true nature of the beast. They also use a lot of guns, laser guns, that they hold in their hands. Like, uh, Megatron has a big cannon on his shoulder, and most of them have some weapon built into them. But I noticed, like, right away, Bumblebee, the little bug guy. The, the, like, the, can, the cannon on his shoulder? Is that, like, is that like saying when humans have a chip on their shoulder? Megatron really has a chip on his shoulder, and that's why he's doing all this. Because okay. he has that, he's carrying that weight of that cannon. And if he would just let it go, he would be doing a lot better. Yeah. I think he's carrying a grudge. I think it's it's all metaphor. Okay. Yeah, big time. <laughs> it's a huge, big, it's huge a, metaphor. It's a, big, a cartoon visual metaphor. It's a big, fat, bleeding metaphor that's <laughs> sticking out right there. <laughs> big, juicy one. <laughs> in fact, I'd like to check in uh, while we're talking about him on Megatron and on Optimus Prime because their stories are intertwined for all eternity. Are yeah. they not? I mean, this is this is like... At first I wrote down, okay, so Optimus Prime, it's the voice of God, because that is the fucking best voice in the world, it this is. guy. And then I'm like, okay, so that's Megatron is the voice of Satan, then, if we're going to take that. But then there's Starscream. Who's he? So let's talk about, like, the hierarchy here, but first let's hear Megatron and Optimus Prime have a little back and forth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> we're Autobots. We're from Cybertron, a planet far from Earth. I am Megatron, leader of the Decepticons. <laughs> you destroy everything you touch, Megatron. Because everything I touch is food for my hunger. My hunger for power! Megatron! <laughs> <laughs> He kind of sounds like he's his boss, and he just fucked up. He's like, you Megatron, you did it again! <laughs> uh, so those, those, gosh, those two guys are just so 
those voices, I mean, if you didn't have those voices, this cartoon would be about half of what it is. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I mean, Optimus Prime, you really, I feel like I would follow him to, into battle pretty easily <laughs> if he asked me to. Has uh, he? Not yet. No, I'm okay, waiting for okay. the call. Waiting okay. all the time. I, I got a, a word into his agent. You wait, you're waiting for the Transformer draft? You know, it's weird. Like, if you call like three or four times in a day, it's, I don't know what happens. It's an automatic thing. Like, the phone just shuts off. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's busy he's got movies to make apparently yeah yeah big big shot over there okay so optimus prime he's a big mac truck yes megatron turns into a gun he also has a cannon on his shoulder but he turns into a gun that another robot can use dude i didn't i didn't know that and it tripped me out well and, and the real one like turns into a gun that you can use as a boy yeah as a good toy playing boy like you can actually hold it so it's just like is it a more powerful gun than the <laughs> The other guns that you're using, like I don't know why you would do that, but it's that, pretty cool. That should have been your damn tune law. I know. Well, I think that's just too. Gun rights are real, a real hot button uh, issue right now. So I don't think it. I don't even want to get near it. Nah. No, thanks. <laughs> Not this lawyer. Hey, so question over here while we're dancing on this, please. There's a part in this cartoon where some of the oil workers or the young boy, I guess he, he's also. Oil, I think oil his name is. Uh, Oh, I just want to call him Skip and Sparky. Yeah. And no, so, no, 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 Spike. Spike is his name. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's Spike. There's a scene where we're Spike on numerous occasions. Is it Spike? It, yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> tricking you. you. No, I'm not, dude. I, it's, I'm serious. That's what I think it is. I'll check my notes. But anyways, there's a million times that the, this young boy hops inside of the Transformer. Yeah, yeah. So when you hop inside of a Transformer, once they've turned into their car or whatever, or uh -huh. an ambulance, is that violating... Said Transformer? Well, they should. You shouldn't do it unless you're invited. Okay, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. There's no question. I'm. I'm glad you asked this because yeah, I, I mean, don't want you doing anything. You know, <laughs> to mess this podcast up. I mean, you're inside the Transformer at that point. It is a very like. I would assume that you only a Transformer would only ask someone it's close with yeah. to do that. Like that's a consummation. If you were in a relationship with a Transformer and it said, "Hey, you want to get in my cockpit?" Then it's like, I'm in. Not even the cockpit. I mean, the ambulance go. You know, you open the back. Well, yeah, the yeah. back of the ambulance. Yeah, whichever here. any of the the, the spaces inside of them. <laughs> well, it's funny because you even have transformers riding inside of transformers. There's right. a weird hierarchy, which is kind of like there because there's also like there's one called Roller, the one that sounds like R two D two later, where he doesn't talk. All the other ones talk for the most part. Like the one that's a panther doesn't, but he doesn't talk. He just beeps. But they refer to him as an Autobot. But he's clearly like a second class citizen at best. To the rest of them, he's a beast of burden. It's I don't get it. Like it's I feel like them using any technology already is almost like reverse racism on their own people. They look weird when they're flying a ship or firing a gun or driving a car or whatever. Like they shouldn't be doing these things. They should just be flying around. They're going backwards. Yeah, they're, time, like, yeah, it's weird. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty weird. There was a pretty funny. Did you ever see the Clerks cartoon that they made? No. Okay, it's it. it was okay, but there was a funny bit. And it just for a second where they had like a, ro a Transformers type robot and someone's writing in it and then it transforms with people inside of it and like blood splurts come out, <laughs> which is a really good point. Like, don't be in there when he turns back into a man. That's a bad idea. Yeah. It's bad. Bad for business. That's funny. Yeah, man. I got to check that out. That I, have, I have it on DVD. You I'm check sure it out. you do. You you'll be entertained by it. Yeah, you'll be entertained <laughs> a bit. So we've now met the, the two kings. But here's the thing. And this, we talked about it in Dino Riders, where we had Krulos, and we, I can't believe, I, I know that, I know Dino Riders well enough to, like, quote it like it's scripture now. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, Krulos and, uh, Slythe? 
No, that's Thundercats. Okay, so I don't know it that well. Whatever the snake guy was there, like I was saying how that's a copy of this relationship between Megatron, the main bad guy, who's a major, like a stone-cold badass. Yeah. Like he says some cool, he said like uh, traitors, extinction is the fate of traitors or something like that. And then there's another time where it's a really cool quote. Optimus Prime is like, you know, everything you, you touch, you destroy. And he says, everything I touch is food for my hunger for power. That's a pretty cool line. Like that made me understand him better. Yeah. Actually, it's like, oh, like you have, like you're, like you can't help it. Like you're addicted to ruling everything. Apparently, is that why you have a forearm tattoo of that now? Yeah, man. Did you notice? It's still kind of bloody. <laughs> it's just old English. Yeah, it's just wrapped up. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Megatron. That's on my other forearm. Let oh, me okay. pull that sleeve up. Yeah, <laughs> I got a full on Megatron. Those would be some pretty ornate tattoos to get man it would be of all if you got all the transformers my god you couldn't do it you'd fill up your back in a day (laughs) (laughs) like quick so megatron has i i don't even know if he's a second in command i have a lot to say about what i think his role is like what the context clues tell me but the man's name (laughs) the man is named starscream he's a robot he's not a man his name is Starscream. The Autobots would have lost eons ago if I'd been calling the shots. My time will come, Megatron. Let's just blow them away. They've seen us. It's the Autobots. Let's go. Hurry up. Get this car loaded. Faster. It's, it's empty. You got him. You got him. Please, don't fire. I, I, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. He is so all over the place. Mike, I, I, I made that clip earlier today, and I'm surprised at what I just heard. He he, he is a slave to impulse, for starters, completely. Yeah. Like, he is just a walking id. Everything that comes to mind, he does it. He doesn't care. Right. And he he is just so fucking dramatic and all over the place. Like, I, I he talk about off your meds, man. He is Bipolar, a, for sure. He is trouble. Well, so Starscream, as you heard in there, he is actively open telling his boss the leader of their group megatron like i don't like what you're doing i'm or he doesn't even say that sometimes he just says i should rule you shouldn't i'm gonna rule someday i'm gonna depose you think why why like why would you keep someone like that around the guy doesn't really do anything that's that great uh, versus i mean he's just another transformer that turns into a jet Right? Right. That's pretty much all he does. You've got at least two more of those that I've seen in this cartoon alone. And I'm sure there's like a ton, a whole fleet of other (laughs) Transformers that were like that. I mean, I love, believe me, keep him in the cartoon. I fucking love this guy. But like from a standpoint of Megatron, it made me wonder like, why would you keep this person around who actively and like openly just detests you, questions you, makes bad decisions, and is gunning for your job. Like, if, if we worked at a restaurant and you're my manager and I'm just like, you do a terrible job, someday you'll be fired and I'll have your job! And then you're just like, <laughs> okay, great, we'll just you know, make sure the chicken tenders go to table three and uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, man. You like, should just off them. Get, yeah, just get, them. get fucking uh, murder me. Or no, I'm, yeah. you know, or uh, fire me, whichever. Like, it's so funny that that, that relationship, how does it survive? You know, and Megatron puts him in his place. I mean, because Starscream eventually does like take shots at him twice. He's that kind of guy that will start a fight with you. You beat him up. He's on the ground. He says, please don't beat me up. Then when you turn around, he he sucker punches you. Yeah, he throws a like, rock at your head. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, no, please. Like, just again, just automatically. He's like, oh, no, I can't handle getting hurt. Yeah, he, he's um, 
Skeletor. He's a little Skeletor. <laughs> well, I mean, he is Cobra Commander because it's the same voice actor. Right. Yeah, and Big Ten, you can definitely hear it. Uh, but, but Cobra Commander's got nuts, though. Uh, yeah, he's very confident, and he, he's already got the throne. Ske- whereas, like, Starscream wants, and that's a cool name, by the way, I it, think. It is. Starscream is cool. Like, I imagine a, a star actually, like, dying and exploding. <sighs> yeah, and then turning into a robot jet, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that is heart. That's who he is. What I started to wonder, because Megatron, like, the arguments they have, and I think I have a clip here that'll that'll cover this, but, like, Megatron's basically like, I get things done, and it takes time to get... I mean, he's not saying this nearly as calmly as I am. It's like... It's, you know, he, <laughs> you imagine you, that? Yeah, if he's just like, Starscream yells, and he's like the patient. This is how you're supposed to deal with people like him. Because he's like the ADHD little brother who is really troubled. Like, he's having a lot of... He's not going to school very much. He's got a lot of absences, and he's been lighting things on fire in the backyard, and he just does whatever comes to his head. And I think Megatron is like the older brother who feels responsible for him. And for, like, he's got too much responsibility on his plate for a teenager. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. his parents aren't, one of his parents is gone. The other one's kind of an addict and works at Kmart. And then Megatron's like, okay, Jesus. well, I got to step it up. I got a whole backstory for these guys, man. Because it makes sense to me because Megatron is, like, very take charge. And he puts him in his place. But he keeps him around. Because there's a point when they crash and they, and they you know, the whole thing, they crash land four million years ago. And then they finally wake up and they get out. They feel that they're leaving the Autobots behind to die. Right? Like they feel like they think they're just leaving them in the ship and they're dead. And then like as they're leaving, you just hear, yeah, yeah. And like lasers firing and it's Starscream is shooting rocks so that they'll fall on the spaceship. It's like, <laughs> I'm just saying goodbye. Like just <laughs> craziness. Like it is. And then every time he's doing stuff like this, Megatron just says like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why stop doing that? Essentially, he's like babysitting him. I mean, he does it with a much heavier hand. Yeah. But like the relationship ultimately at the end of the day is just like. Stop doing, oh, no, no, put that down. No, 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 put that down, please. Don't do that. I'm sorry, guys. He, he's like this. Like, that's kind of the relationship. And the best time, I think, is when you hear lasers in the background and Megatron says, what's that? Starscream! What in the universe are you doing? Testing the Energon cubes. They work! Of course they work. You didn't know. You never tested them. I proved it. You only proved your defective mentality. <laughs> you didn't know. I knew. Like, I've, I've said that as a child where it's like I say something to somebody and they're like, yeah, I know that. I was like, hey, did you know this dinosaur was extinct by this time? Yeah, sure. You I'm didn't like, know that. You didn't know that? I knew that. Only I can know that. <laughs> like, that's, I swear, he's such a kid, man. I, I love it, though. But he's, what he was doing is he was firing lasers that were using up these energon cubes, which are, good lord, <laughs> that, like, that they've been trying to amass. And he was just was like firing a laser off it into a mountain, basically. Right. Like, he just can't keep his hands off of shit. Yeah. And then he, he can't handle any criticism whatsoever when it yeah, happens. The, how about those cubes, though? Man, they, they look like something the Beatles uh, wrote about, <laughs> dude. I've you, okay. So, in, if you're in geometry class or if you're in art class, like the first thing you learn to draw probably as a three dimensional object is, is a, a cube. Is the cube? Okay. Yeah. So this was another gimme for the animators. They just got to draw over and over again an outline of a cube. The way that we learn to draw, you draw two squares that overlap each other and you connect the dots, and that's it. And that's all these things are. And we're gonna have to talk about another. One more, introduce one more character, and then we're it. We're done as far as the characters go because this is already too many. Yeah, the guy who turns into a cassette player, Soundwave, he he has all the powers, by the way. Like because he's sitting there and his chest just creates these prism light laser cubes 
that come out of his chest and just float in the air. And then people go attach them to God knows what, like oil rigs and a dam and stuff like that. And then they fill up with light. Right. What? <laughs> what is changing? I don't, I mean, I, there, I, there, I can't fathom what is happening. I just have to accept it like a dream. These things, what happens when they fill the cubes up? They flatten out. Yeah, well, well, they, well, they had they had to press them down. They, they compressed them. <laughs> so they're compressing laser light. Yeah, and which is energy or whatever. That's when they look like potato sacks full of light, yes. like full of laser energy, and then they just kind of like throw them over their shoulder and <laughs> take them somewhere. It's and, such and a plot. Turn, and then they turn red. They turn yeah. like red and like like it was bricks or something. Yeah, it's so weird, man. It really, it's is. funny. And they say inner. Like I thought about doing. I didn't because I've already had too much on my plate, but. I, I really considered doing a supercut of just energon cubes, the phrase, because they said energon cubes <laughs> so many fucking times. It, it was their warp. It really was their warp. It was their dude. It was their cowbunga. As far as the Decepticons <laughs> were concerned, that was the number one priority was energon cubes. They like these things, by the way, like energon cubes. That That's a made up term. And that, for those of you that don't know, that's not real. And so that's fine because you come up with the word. But they, they do that thing where you come up with words to describe like lengths of distance or measurements that are just, you add a science fiction word to an existing word. Things like 3,000 more required. We're nearing the bridge to Iacon. One mega mile to go. Astroleaders <laughs> and mega miles. <laughs> I mean, it, that's, it's kind of like the naming on the show, which is going to be a big topic for me today. Mm -hmm. It's like the William Burroughs like cut up technique. In this case, they just took like, let's take some adjectives and then some units of measure of some kind and just like cut them up and throw them in a jar, pull them out at random, make sure the adjectives are things like cosmic oriented, right. you know, like they make it sound like science fiction. Yeah. And then with the names for the Transformers, a lot of it was just like noun and then verb. So it's like, you know, Iron Glider or whatever. There's a ton of names like that. There are. We're, the lots we're going to hop into them on the toy corner. I, I, we're definitely going to talk about them in a, in a new segment. So there's, there's one guy that we've been talking about a lot, and I do. we just heard his voice real quick, but I do think it's important to hear it a little bit more just because he sings everything he says. Soundwave. The guy, the guy who plays the cassettes. The guy. The fella who plays the cassette. <laughs> oh, they're all dudes. By the way, there is not... A single female, no, I'm sorry, there is one female voice in all of these three episodes, and it's when, oh god, I'm going to have to unpack this shit, the Decepticons' plan at one point is to create a tidal wave, yeah, to hit a dam so that that creates enough energy to fill their energon cubes, energon cubes, energon cubes. Energon. <laughs> sorry, I had to reset. It's all good. And... They they do so somehow. That that that's a crazy plan. Like there's way better ways to get energy than making a tidal wave. That's like saying we're gonna create a hurricane to make all the windmills go faster. <laughs> like that's you don't have to think that big. There's nuclear energy, and they know this because they gathered information about the world through their little explorer you know probe thing. This tidal wave it does happen. They do right. actually create it, and then at some point, like Bumblebee, the little the bug car guy, he's riding the back of another car that ha another. Carman, I think that's what I'm going to start calling him since I refuse to call them robots. Apparently, Carmen, Carmen, coming at you. That, that was the, that was the knockoff that cartoon. Was, I, I feel like that was maybe the, like the Japanese translation of it. Is what it is. Carmen, yeah, yeah. Car, 
that car, gentlemen. So Bumblebee is inside of another Transformer that's a car, and they're like racing ahead of the tidal wave, shooting a laser into the ground so fat, like so hard, I guess, that it creates a chasm that the water falls into completely insane that that's just beyond i'll I'll, I'll create another river (laughs) yeah exactly i mean they're like oh god but they do this and they're saving this like i guess a farmhouse in the middle of that fucking barren wasteland we were talking about yes and we never see the people really except from this like a very high aerial shot and you see three people on their roof and they all just say like thanks neighbor to this car that's driving itself they say they should be saying like, "Oh my God, are you the devil? Are you angels? What's happening? Is this the apocalypse?" But there is a single female voice in that. Otherwise, this is Boys Club USA. My God's alive! Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Everything. It's the apocalypse. Reality is broken. This is why I would kill myself if I saw this. Like I'd say, you know what? It's all about to come undone anyway. This is what the rapture looks like: is robots descending from the skies. Or it looks like this. <laughs> Rapture. Oh, we're talking about some robots now. They go in the hole and they go in the cow. Rapture. They're gonna humble the farm with lots of robots. Robot farm, ro- 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 robot Rapture. farm. Soundwave, he's the guy with the tapes. Soundwave, he's the guy with Rapture. the apes. We go to Beast Wars, we're gonna have apes, we're gonna have dinosaurs in the great chef. Rapture. That's the worst rap I've done. Easily the worst rap I've done. Good Lord. So we got, there's one female voice in the entire three episodes, which is just, I, I mean, it, they're, they're all boys clubs, but man, this is just boy robots having, just having a blast. Even Spike, Spike's questionable. Spike is a questionable Yeah, he could have been played character. by a lady. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a reverse Shakespeare issue. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I did some digging mm-hmm. and man, there, there has been a lot yeah. of females on Transformers. Really? Yes, from from the 80s all the way to recent times. <laughs> As opposed to, like, they weren't sexist then, and then they got more sexist over time and had less women right. over time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's some weird world. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to go over some of the names. Okay. And crack wise. Okay. Yeah, hit me. All right, buddy. We'll start off with Alita 1. It's like, Anita, a man. What is it like? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a man? <laughs> Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> yes. Getting a yes. uh, we'll go ahead and go to Chromia. I'll, I think uh, Chromia is the one that's played. Do they list the uh, voice actor? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. So right. the next name? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Firestar. That's uh, comic book characters where I come from. So, yeah. yeah. Moonracer. Moonracer is almost Moonraker, James Bond. This one is a funny one. Flare up. <laughs> you know, you can get like, uh, you can get some medication for that, yeah, I think. Right? Yeah, you should probably go see the doctor if yeah, you have one that, of those. That one was a funny one. That, yeah. That's what kind of sparked this. Um, mm-hmm. Green light and Lancer. Well, green light, I get it. Lancer, like that, you also should go to the doctor to get it lanced, I think. Right. If you have enough flare up. RC. How is it spelled? A-R-C-E-E. I thought it was like A-R-S-E-Y, like as arse is how you say ass in the um, the UK area. Yeah. And so like, it's like I'm kind of, he's kind of assy, you know? It's like saying that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck well, they don't will. say that word, but they, you know, you know what I mean. Anyways, Windblade, not bad. No, it's okay. They all could be 90s, like Marvel characters that right. got, yeah, for sure. Um, Nautica. How? Huh? How? How what? Spells. <laughs> just like just, just like the, the uh, 
Just how it would be spelled. Like N-A-U-T-I-C-A? Yeah. Well, that's fucking boring. What does that mean? That's just a person's name. Well, what's Firestar? What, was, is there like Tiffany, the 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 fembot or whatever? I mean, give me a. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Tiffany the fembot? Well, because like Nautica is a is a exotic but normal human name. Anyways, dude. So they should they shouldn't just be given them names. Um, Pyra Magna. Is that a whole name? Yes. Okay, I didn't know if that was two names, <laughs> like a fire person and a magnet person, no. lady, whatever. So yeah, so Pyra Magna. Mm-hmm. Jump stream. <laughs> okay. That's all right. I, I imagine salmon when I hear that. Dust up. Like like they got into a dust up out in the alley after the go. bar. Yeah. And then Angela. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that's a robot, not a yeah, person. Yeah. Angela is a female spark bot so who they... was available with her teammates at Japan's. Oh, never mind. <laughs> ah. Okay. Well, so that, that does lead well into something that we need to do. I have prepared... A little game. It's not really for us to play. It's for you to play. Oh no! And I, no, you're you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. I okay. think you're gonna like it. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of names. They tend to be two words put together, basically. So Star Scream, Gridiron. I mean, that's a real thing. But uh, Trailblazer. That's not one. But that's <laughs> the names are like this. Basically, it's like uh, noun and then verber. And so. I thought it would be fun because I was just like, man, they really did just cut them all up and throw them in a fucking fishbowl and pull them out and just said, okay, here's a name, whatever. Right. You know, that's fine. So what I did is I've created a spreadsheet. It is 26 entries long. You you created this or you looked at Cosmo magazine and and figured it out? If Cosmo is covering what I'm about to unleash on this world, then I need to start subscribing to Cosmo because it's all about the all the best past tunes you know um <laughs> this is i think i'm gonna name this transformers lottery doesn't sound good robot lottery sounds, sounds horrible better. robot lottery sounds better so let's call it robot lottery at least for now so i have in front of me a spreadsheet it okay. is 26 deep okay all right <laughs> on one side are nouns okay on so on the left side, there are nouns. Each one corresponds to a letter of the alphabet. Guess what? A through Z, 26 of them. On the right side, the column, there is a verb with ER on the end. So for instance, cliff and then jumper. That's one of the transformers. Those are go to a number. So what I need you to do is give me a random letter and a random number. And it's a lottery as to whether you're going to put the right names together or not. Now... I've made it more interesting because I put, I think, nine of my own nouns and verbs in there, as well as the actual ones, and they're wild cards. You're trying to make an actual Transformer. Okay. Yeah. And I have stacked it in your, like, the decks in your favor. Not only are there more Transformers on there than there are made up, like, shit that I put, but there's also some of the Transformers appear twice. Okay, so here's, here's the rules, I guess. I'll give you seven tries to make a Transformer, and if you get, like, four of them, then you've got the majority out of that. And four of them that I put in there appear twice, so that, you know, stacked in your favor. But certainly every time we create one on accident that's not a real Transformer, we have to come up with what their deal is. Like, we have to give them some, even for a second, a backstory. That's our punishment (laughs) for, for getting it wrong. Okay. Cool? Yeah. You get it? Yeah. You sure? Yep. You you keep scrunching your forehead and 
You're writing a bunch of notes. Uh, I got my shoes off trying to count my toes. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I understand. Will, do you have a Texas instrument um, calculator (laughs) nearby? So, robot lottery round one. I'm sorry. And by the way, it's actually the numbers, not that it matters, but the numbers go to the nouns and the letters go to the verbs. Well, this one's screaming at me. Okay. A10. A10. So, sadly, you've not made a Transformer. And in fact, you have hit a wild card. Okay. The verb is cracker and the noun is fart. So, you have created a fart cracker, (laughs) which is a Transformer now. That's, That's officially canon. You made a fart cracker and now we have to figure out what his deal is. Is he a transformer that farts fireworks? I would I would go different with it. Okay, hit me. And say that this is a new kind of transformer, and he transforms into a box of, like, Cheez-Its. Okay. And he puts himself on the shelf so an enemy can buy him. Okay, I like that. And then it tastes horrible when the enemy <laughs> eats it. And then he pops up, and he's like, boom, fart cracker. <laughs> Are the crackers parts of his body? Yes. It's <laughs> so he's sacrificing. Yes, it can even be poop particles from him or whatever. Okay. Fart cracker. <laughs> no? Maybe? Uh, no, dude. Hey, I'm accepting it. We're creating this right now. Yeah, okay. Okay, so fart cracker. You know what? I get, should probably... Get Hasbro on the line. Get Hasbro. You have their phone number, right? No, no. I have Jeffrey and I have Mattel, but Hasbro hasn't okay. been taking my calls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, so it's okay. You have six more tries. And really, we're all winners when here, it comes he, to this one. Yeah, here at Days Past Tooncast, we're all winners. Yeah, I don't know about you listeners, but Travis and I are going to have a good time. All right, so give me uh, give me the number first and the letter second, because my brain can't process it otherwise. Give me the what first? Number first and letter second. Okay. <laughs> You're making this so complicated. I know, really. <laughs> all right. Um, we'll go 26E. Okay, twenty sixty. Well, you didn't make a transformer, but you didn't you didn't make a funny guy either necessarily. But we are gonna have to say Wait, what he is. Okay, or she. You know, they they come in f- uh, female. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now this one's a little bit different because this one comes from the first one is actually Ripper, which should be on the verb part, but it comes from a one a transformer named Ripper Snapper. Yours is Ripper Crusher. Ripper Crusher, which is a terrible name. That's just a fucking random couple of verbs. That's a lot of destruction. He could be a transformer that has a claw for one hand and then like a big hammer for the other hand. And that's why he's Ripper Crusher. Mm, I like your style. Mm-hmm. Let me see here. He can even have two heads. Jesus. And they argue over whether to rip or crush. It's a constant struggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So. I'm going to go that Ripper Crusher just works at a junkyard. Okay. All right. And he's very flamboyant. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That's an interesting combo already. Yeah. He's very flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Um, he feels like he should rip things up yeah. instead of crush it like he's supposed to do. Okay. And it's an internal struggle. Okay. So he's okay. very indecisive all the time on what, you know, which, which way to go. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you're kind of, you know... <laughs> Ripping me off, yeah, a little bit, but that's, I guess that is the creative, the creative uh, process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's only, I like, there's I only like, so much you can do with the Ripper Crusher. I, it really is a very limited, <laughs> very limited amount of stuff. 
And we're going to play to seven, whether you get any of them right or not. So just get ready for that. <laughs> oh, I already know. Okay. So, so far we've got Fart Cracker and Ripper Crusher. We're creating a new spinoff of the Transformers, let's say. Okay. And this is going to be your team. Okay. Okay. So number three. 12Z. <laughs> so they're both wild cards. Okay. <laughs> number 12 is actually the one wildest wild card to me. Because I noticed that all with all the names that are like, you know, Cracker, Charger, whatever, aren't there rappers that are Lil Somethinger? Yes. Okay. So it's Somethinger. Something. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> so Lil Beater is your character. <laughs> Lil Beater. Lil Beater. Lil Beater. All right. I'm going to say Lil Beater is a very innocent little robot. Oh. He tries so hard to beat, you know what I'm saying? He tries mm-hmm. to beat every, beat his opponents, but he really has nothing. He has he has he has no he has no powers yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> He's just a robot. <laughs> yeah. And the writers wrote him like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> that, they don't have that. Yeah. yeah. He's got nothing. So every fight is like that fight where the guy just the big guy just holds his hand out at their forehead and then they're just swinging at air. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's little beater. Little beater. Rounding out that team right there. All right. Number four. What's okay. it going to be? Uh, we're going to go with 5M, as in Michael. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't mean... And also, I, I do lay any of these at your feet, because you're making the choices. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, you're choosing them, so, yeah, yeah. so it's your fault. So you managed to... 5M, five, five right? Yeah. 5M, as in... Moriarty. Yeah. Uh, so you managed to hit another two wild cards. Okay. You made it sound like there was a bunch of chances to... There to are! Hit. There are! If you look at it, there's way more orange than green. I'm just not getting it, huh? Nope. You're just... You're not hitting my battleship. Okay. Or maybe you are with all of them. This one... Uh, you Okay. So five is butt with two T's, just to specify. And M is sadly spanker. Butt spanker is your transformer. <laughs> Immediately, just to take it anywhere but where it could go. Okay. I think of like a disciplinarian uh, teacher transformer who doles out capital punishment to the younger transformers, but he treats all the transformers like this. Like he's very studious, but he will take the paddle to them, the, his electro paddle, that's his weapon in battle, and uh, he probably has like a mid-Atlantic accent, but... His name's Butt Spanker because he's always punishing all the other Transformers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm also gonna take it where it 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 wouldn't go normally. Yes, in a pervert's mind. Mm-hmm. Butt Spanker is going to be a an Autobot mm-hmm. that goes to different different speaking arrangements okay. and 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 classrooms all over the country and even the world to teach kids not to smoke cigarettes. Oh, that's smart. Yes. Butts. Yes. Yes. And he, he just, you know, his his thing is he gets out there and he, yeah, he, he, he spanks spank, them he out spank, of their mouths. He, he spanks yeah. the butts right there and <laughs> teaches them don't, don't smoke because you'll be a joke. Oh, you wanted me to join in on that. Well, yeah, you're supposed no, to. I, mean, I wasn't, wasn't paying attention. Out, yeah. You fucking jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so, fart cracker, ripper crusher. Little Beater. Little Beater is a good one. He's the winner so far for me. <laughs> Butt Spanker. 
Yeah. All right. Let's hope okay. there's no no more of those. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're used up. Can't use them again. All right. What's number five? Thirteen Q. <laughs> hey, it's a little beat over here. <laughs> so thirteen Q. You hit one wild card. Q is breaker. Thirteen is drug. Drug breaker. Um, drug breaker has a huge, huge prescription pain medication addiction. Okay. So he breaks into pharmacies with oh, his power. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, does all the drugs he can do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. via breaking in the side of the building and just right the, through, doesn't the even <laughs> yeah, snatching the drugs. That's how. That's the transformer way. Is just go through the wall, pretty yeah, much. Go, yeah, go through the wall, and then of course he he undoes one of his hands and just vacuums. Yeah, all the, the medication. <laughs> Look, shelf by shelf. Yes. Indiscriminate of what it is. It does not matter if it's a lotion. Yeah. For, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll uh, cipher that out later. Yeah. And he loves it, it all. Yeah. All right. Well, you win that one for sure. I Thank love you. him. Thank I like you. Drug Breaker. <laughs> you imagine that? Just a yeah, Dyson totally. just rocking out. <laughs> so we're five deep. Okay. You got two more chances to even make one. <laughs> I don't think I've said this one before. <laughs> 20F. <laughs> You're like, wait, I didn't know this was going to happen again. I didn't, but it's good. So 20F. Yeah. Okay. 20 is bone, which is not one I made up. That's from Bone Crusher, which is actually a transformer. But your F is is jerker. (laughs) Look, man, I put them at random. You're the one picking them. Okay. Yeah. You can look at my sheet. You can check my work. Bone jerker. All right. What do you got? Well... How about, 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 okay, it's a little high concept here, okay? A little highbrow? Not, no, definitely not that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he is a Decepticon that resembles like a robot skeleton, basically, like he's kind of Skeletor-ish, but he's, he's definitely a robot, and he is, he serves fountain drinks because he's a soda jerk. And he serves things that knock people out. And then he gathers their energy for the energon cubes. And mashes it down into... Mashes it down in that nice potato sack. (laughs) This is basically Don't Say Something Dirty, starring Travis and Will. Okay. Yeah, so far. I'm going to say Bone Jerker. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the name. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you have to say. Is an Autobot. Okay. Already disagreeing. Or no, how about this? No, fuck oh, that. Shit. Fuck oh, that. Fuck. fuck that. Fuck that. Bone Jerker mm-hmm. is a Decepticon. Okay. Because he masturbates a lot, but tells everyone that he doesn't do it. <laughs> like he's too like he's too cool to do it. He's like, no, I don't no, I don't do that. Like I don't have to. Like I got girlfriends. Like you see you see these fembots. I got my Nautica. Place. And I got, yeah. yeah. Like I got I got I got chicks, dude. Mm-hmm. I got chicks. I don't need to joke jerk my bone. All right. <laughs> And that's it. I went there because we, cause yeah, we, were dancing, we were dancing around some shit. Because where want, else can you go? Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do it. All right. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you went there for Dude, me. I had Nautica. I had. <laughs> so we've got one more. Okay. You've got a very, you got a real interesting team that you put together here for sure. All right. Let's make this last one count. 17 U. <laughs> did, I, did I not get a Transformer? You did. I think only one of them didn't have a wild card, maybe. <laughs> 
Okay, well, you didn't get two wild cards, at least. You was Trailbreaker. That was in this very no, episode. you was. Yeah, you was a Trailbreaker back in the day. So Trailbreaker was in these uh, these episodes, and uh, so you got Breaker from that. But your wild card was Ass. So you have Ass Breaker as your final Transformer. You you made, you concocted all of this. All right, what you got, buddy? Okay, well, so they, you know, there um, are Dinobots and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, we, we've got Ravager in this miniseries, and he, it, whatever, resembles a puma or a wolf, whatever, some kind of quadrupedal animal. So they can be animals, right? They can, right. be, can become animals. So this is a animal Autobot. Okay. That becomes like takes the form of a donkey. Okay. And also has electric electrical powers, like bolts of lightning. Okay. So because he, you know, he's a robot, he can do that. So ass breaker. Well, if, if the riders want him to. Well, no, he 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 bucks them right off. Man, oh, he's okay. not into that. No, well, unless he he invites them. We've talked about that. He oh, had to okay. invite them on there. But, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> not riders. <laughs> Writers. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. I'm like, I'm like, okay, they're bucking the writers off. Yeah. No, writers. I'm so sorry. That yes. got weird. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. That's all right. So, breaker, like a circuit breaker. And Fuck then, you. Yeah. <laughs> and then ass. Ass breaker, the donkey, lightning-wielding transformer. Yeah. Yeah. You stole my donkey idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that, uh, that ass breaker is a Decepticon. Okay. That has spent a lot of time in jail. Okay, yeah, for a sure. A lot. <laughs> in in Transformer jail. <laughs> yes. And um he even has he even has uh Assbreaker tattooed on his forearm. They do have tattoo. They're branded with yeah, their with yeah. the Decepticon or the thing. Yeah, so. He's he's branded with the Assbreaker logo. And yeah. um he got that by breaking a bunch of ass in jail. Yep, pounding oh, with his it. fist. Yeah, yeah. Get, getting his pound game on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say it. All right, because you took my donkey idea. All that was left was gay sex after that. Well, you know, you could could have just said he like like kicked their asses. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that's one. better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that he, one. That he, one. He won like a, a, a prison <laughs> fighting ring for Transformers. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there we yeah go. totally. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, Travis. This is your Transformers lineup for today. Okay, what you got? All right, and I'm gonna. Try to assign some uh, a couple roles to him at least. Okay. So Fartcracker, that is your Optimus Prime or your leader, basically. Fartcracker is your leader. <laughs> okay. Ripper Crusher is like your Starscream. Like he questions everything that Fartcracker does. He's real, you know, gets in there. Okay. This isn't necessarily canon, necessarily yeah. canon <laughs> with the things that we've said. Okay. We've got Little Beater. We know exactly what he's like. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. He's trying real hard. We've got Butt Spanker. And we've also got Drug Breaker. They, they, with what you came up with for both, that's great because they would be very much at odds with each other. You have Bone Jerker, who I don't know which one you wanted to go with on that. Probably the Masturbator, the Masturbating Robot. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Assbreaker, who fought in Transformers Prison. <laughs> this is a pretty rough and tumble group you got it really today. Is. Yeah. Like, well. <laughs> That's your Transformers. Okay. Travis, good job. Thank you. you Thank you. Here's the thing. There is no losing this game. Yeah. Hey, can we just play that with every I kind of want to do that. Yeah. Hey, listeners. My name is Krista, and I host a narrative true crime podcast called The Dark Divide. 
I've always been interested in the circumstances and events which shape a seemingly ordinary life into something made out of our worst nightmares. And now I get to take you all along through the depths of obsessive research and my need to explore the unknown. So I invite you to come stare into the abyss with me. Right now we're available on iTunes and Podbean. See you there. There's a point where they like punch Bumblebee. <laughs> you have ro- robots just punching each other in the face in this thing. It's great. <laughs> like robots wrestling each other, robots punching each other in the face, robots dogpiling. There's like one dogpile, robo dogpile per episode. And then there's Auto, also Autobot pile. Yeah. Continue. And then there's also like humans trying to wrestle with robots occasionally because there's the one robot that lives inside of Soundwave's chest, uh, Rumble. He's adorable. Like, he looks tiny, but then you realize, oh, he's as tall as I am, at least. And he is actually, like, he grabs some guy by the lapels. That's an oil rig guy. Like, he's a gangster. Like, he's collecting money from him or something. Like, you listen to me! It's so funny to see people just interacting with robots like normal people. It's so fucking weird. (laughs) Something about it. God, I, I so I started talking about Soundwave like 10 minutes ago, and now I'd like to play the clip about Soundwave. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Go for it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Disclosure averted. Continue observation. Rumble. Activate pile drivers. Operation destruction. We can concentrate the energy into energon cubes and store them in the new space cruiser. Sometimes he's he's monotone and it just stays on the one. I mean, he's hitting two notes at once. He's like one of those uh, monks that can divide their voice, their vocal cords. But sometimes he changes notes and it seems that ran- like I'm wondering if there's some like how dogs have certain noises they make to let you know certain things. Yeah. Like, is he telling us something about his emotion when he changes the note? Because he never gets worried. It's just, hey, Travis, I think the house is on fire. <laughs> We should leave right now. But then there's another note that changes sometimes. cube. (laughs) It's just, I I really like hearing him talk. It's kind of soothing to me. But he's the one that gets everything done. Yeah. Like, he's really, like, the the real right-hand man of Megatron. And he never shows any personality. He just does what they say. He barely speaks in full sentences. He just kind of says, like, the key words of things. So I don't know if he is just a robo-man, like, he, more he, than others. He doesn't have time. He's, he's doing He's stuff. a busy man. He's yes. very, here's a good point. That's a really good point. A busy bot. He's a, yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a, he's a busy botty. Let's, let's put busy bots on our list of things that we should develop. Okay. Yeah. They're just, like, bots that wear, like, suits. They go to work every day. <laughs> oh, they're humans. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of robots in suits, there's a part in this show... The big thing that ends up happening at one point is that they're like, okay, the way that the Autobots are going to trick the Decepticons, suddenly they introduce the fact that they can create, like, e- extremely realistic holograms out of nowhere. Yeah. Just suddenly that's a thing. They're like, we'll create a hologram that's going to bring the Decepticons, and we'll we'll ambush them. Turns out Decepticons ambushed them back. Oh. They were aware. But they're making a hologram of an entire place. It's not just like a room or a person. They're making a hologram of like a an Air Force base or something like that. That's a b- big fucking deal. It appears out of thin air in one second. It just right. happens. Yeah. But instead of like making holograms over themselves to make themselves look different or just make holograms of people, you see the Transformers in lab coats and pants. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden... <laughs> 
Like, where did they get these lab coats? They're adorable in these pants and these lab coats, but it's just for a second. It's just there for a second, but I, they showed it in the preview for the next episode. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And then it finally happened, and I, I don't get it. Like, just fucking make holograms of the clothes. But I really like the look of putting clothes on these naked Transformers. Yeah. Because <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> sure you do. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, you got to clothe them, man. I'm Victorian when it comes to that shit. Uh, well, I noticed like uh, Megatron and Starscream, and this makes me maybe think they are related. They both in their their build, I don't know. They look like they're wearing clothes, you know, kind of like they're different colors yeah. and different parts. They both are wearing like the robot equivalent of the superhero underoos, you know, that you wear over your tights. Yeah. Like Superman and Batman both have it. Like Megatron's is black, and then yeah, it's like a weird design point to give them a cod piece as a male <laughs> robot, even. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cod piece. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe they're built in a different way than I'm aware of. Let's talk about these humans for a second. They don't they don't deserve much more than that. <laughs> Just one one They flash. barely do anything, dude. I mean, they're Here's the thing, watching the first episode, like 90% of that is just Transformers. No humans. A lot of it's spent on Cybertron, and I already within 5 minutes was like, "Why do I care about any of this? This is 4 million years ago." It's just robots. I, it's really hard for me to, like, ever buy that they're in any kind of danger because they're 50 feet tall and they're robots. So I don't really know, like, that they really get hurt. I just don't buy it. So I was like, what, what's my buy-in? And I was like, oh, they'll go to Earth and there'll be humans and that's the thing. But, like, the humans are barely care. Even, like, the two main humans that are involved don't do anything. They are basically involved because the Transformers just, like, feel bad for them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. They don't do anything. Right. They they're, keep offering to help. And, like, we know about Earth more than you do, but the, they don't really offer much information. Yeah, they're not even in a B-plot. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I, I started to wonder, like, are, there, are they... Because after this oil... They come from the oil... They worked on the oil rig. It's a father-son thing, Spike and whatever the other guy's name is. And, like, that was a pretty big deal. Like, robot... Giant robots attacked an oil rig. I'm wondering if they're kind of like in a post-traumatic shock and they just haven't like caught up to what's happening yet. So like, let's just keep it going. Let's just keep running with these robots. I don't want to have to answer this. I don't want to have to talk to like call my family and tell them I'm okay. I don't want to have to call my friend's family and tell them, yeah, he died in this robot attack or Are something like that. Are you saying that oil workers don't handle their feelings correctly? I am not saying that. because Are you, are you, are you saying that they push their feelings way down inside I'm and they don't address that. that? Travis, I come from an oil family. I actually thought of my dad when I saw this because I saw a father and son work. Not he didn't work on an oil rig like that, but my dad's father was my grandfather was in the <laughs> yeah. If you if you will, <laughs> thank you for the clarification. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded very very cold to say my dad's father. It seems weird. Uh, he was an oil man. And my dad is in the oil business as well. A tycoon, so, if you will. Yeah, they wear bolo ties all day long, and. Uh, yeah, exactly. But so I thought of that with this. But no, I don't think it's the it's not a matter of them being oil rig guys. It's a matter of they just, I think anybody who went through I would either I've told you what I would do in a situation like this. I would crack. I would go the other way. So I think the two options in a robot attack are kill yourself, <laughs> buckle under the pressure and kill yourself or act like everything's okay and just go with it and say, "Hey, robots, you need some help? I'll give it to you." I mean, they, they buddy up quite a bit. Spike and Dad. Uh, Spike Spike has a funny habit of writing in a journal, but I don't feel like Spike really understands what a journal is used for. At least he, he doesn't seem to be going real deep with his thoughts in the journal. But I do think he has some interesting viewpoints. 
And I'd like to give you a, uh, a little peek inside the journal of Optimus Prime's little buddy, Spike. The Autobots are a highly advanced form of robot. I don't really know if they're from the past or the future, but they can think and have real feelings. Optimus Prime cares a lot for his fellow robots, and he doesn't want anything to happen to them. I think he'd make a neat president. <laughs> because the Autobots stopped the Decepticons from stealing Earth's resources, the governments of the world have agreed to give Optimus Prime the energy he needs to revitalize Cybertron. It's probably the first time all the governments ever agreed on anything. <laughs> well, that's it from Earth. Next stop, Cybertron. Ready, Spike? It's almost time to blast off. I'll be right there, Prime. One more thing. I sure am glad we don't have to worry about Megatron and all those Decepticons anymore. This this sounds like the inner life of a, a what a five year old. <laughs> he he's a he is a man, yeah. supposedly who but, was working on an oil rig. Yeah, these are like the manliest men in the world. He he falls victim to everyone's jokes, big time, big time, big time. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand. He doesn't know. I, maybe he's touched a little bit, and the, and his dad just has to bring him along. Ooh. You know, but like I don't know. But it's like I love it. He's very very sweet guy and everything. But I I really I I like the idea of Optimus Prime but for he, president. He, he was voted most likely to uh, to always look down when someone says, "Hey, what's that on your shirt?" <laughs> yeah, for sure. Boink. Yeah, and Next he, th one. And and he thinks that? it's funny Boink. every time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks it's funny and that you're not making fun of him. <laughs> but that, yeah, and at the end there, what he's talking about is that at the end of this whole business, uh, Decepticons seem to be defeated. They're not actually, because there's a whole five seasons or whatever that comes after this. The government's finally like uh wised up to what the hell was going on up until this point there's been no involvement from any like real human military anything like that until the decepticons attack this air force base or whatever it is and even then it's not, it doesn't turn into like an international incident it just happens and whatever but the governments all i guess decide to give stuff to the transformers i don't know how they organized that the whole world yeah right but they did and then they're gonna go back to cybertron and Basically, the kid, Spike, just said, I'd like to go to Cybertron. You're not going to be able to survive there. I don't think they have food there. Yeah. Like, they don't have air. Yeah, it, it looks like one, one floating collection of satellites. Basically. Yeah, it's just a big metal ball out, yeah. in, out in space. And the dad's like, well, I want to go, too. And I don't think they understand. Like, that's probably a one-way trip if you're going. <laughs> like, you should just assume if you're going to another planet with robot people, you're not it's coming back. It's a one-way ticket to <laughs> not, not paradise. Yeah. It's not paradise you might just die on the way as far oh. as, it's a long it's a long trip yeah I, I guess that's something to think about it's like they're robots they can survive long trips and they don't really know about humans so they're like oh yeah it's like a four million year <laughs> trip from here to cybertron so you're, you're gonna perish on the way <laughs> in the second episode the decepticons are looking for more energy as always for those energon cubes that everyone's talking about and this thing that they mention they say they want the like the ruby crystals of burma yeah yeah, Burma became Myan what Myanmar in 1989, so that completely like, dates this cartoon to 1984, sometime before 1989, and that was like such a war. It probably still is like a war torn, terrible place. I don't mean like to <laughs> they're bad people, but it's not some place you would go vacation. Probably it's like if you did a Transformers now and you're like, we have to go get that really cool thing in North Korea, or we have to go to Iraq to do this. Right, like it's really setting it in a very serious war-torn area and they're going to get ruby crystals and while they're in the mine they're doing mining a, yeah doing their mining in the mine 
Don't mind me. There are two Decepticons that are just pushing like a minecart along, uh, full of probably rubies, I would imagine. <laughs> and they're just chatting it up. And they sound so like casual. It's actually really kind of like a, f- a cool moment because they're just having a normal conversation like, oh, man, I miss Cybertron. I can't wait to get home because this earth is so flat. How many times are they going to insult our fucking planet on these <laughs> cartoons, Travis? This is I don't get it. Like the earth, this earthism that's happening is rampant. And right? I think something needs to be done about it. I think so, too. man. Yeah. And their their planet is just our planet is just as round as theirs are. What? That's not gr- grammar. Yeah, I like it though. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride with you. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand tall on Ours that one. Ours is more rider than Ours theirs is. More big is. and good. Stung. All right. So, I've been wondering, uh, watching this show, if there were a lot of mechanics on the writing team, right? Because they make so many fucking car jokes they or just do. car part references, and I think it's weird. Again, this could just be like their physiology. Like, is this how they're like when they become a car? Do they have all of the little parts of a car that we would have had on Earth? Because like a spark plug and all these things. Because they talk about it like not only do they make reference to them, but that they actually need repairs in these ways. Like yeah. my my linkage is bad or whatever. Like very weird. But it opens up a lot of jokes, hilarious jokes about cars, and I've collected them here for you and for me. And for all of us. <laughs> Stick it in neutral, Megatron. Stop talking. Tighten your shock absorbers and get in. Let's burn rubber. I think it's my rear axle. Leaking lubricant. Your old Megatron. Yesterday's model. Ready for the scrap heap. Uh, easy, Spike. You almost flooded your engine. <laughs> hey, that's a new paint job. <laughs> well, hang on to your crankshaft. I'm shifting into overdrive. Yeah. Autobots accelerate. I think it's my my drivetrain. <laughs> Let's blast their tail runners out of there. <laughs> Leap and lubricant. What about my paint? Don't worry. Nobody will notice. Just make left turns. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. I mean, that's that's quite a few of them for just an hour. It really is. So, yeah, so the question is, once they scanned a car and turned into cars, yeah. are they are they gifted with all the parts or are they gifted with all the with all the knowledge of the parts and the jokes that come along with well, it? Apparently, <laughs> they have really Oh, here's here's the thing, like I given the names that a lot of them have, yeah. They already had those names before they ever came to this planet, so apparently they just like, you know how on different parts of the earth, like the same ideas will pop up, like <laughs> apparently all the millions of miles, millions of light years, I'm sure, away in Cybertron, 4 million years ago, they were coming up with the same names for things as we are now. That's oh. the only thing. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's like a collective consciousness issue or something like that. Because they had names for the shit that we already have uh, now. You mean a collective consciousness? This has been Days Past Tooncast. <laughs> you can reach us. You can reach us. The- <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. They, uh, some of those were pretty funny, actually. Yeah. And and I, I forget the guy's name. I think it's Ironhide. How, how could you ever know? The one with the really thick drawl. Uh, he's great. Everything he says is funny to me because it's a, it's a country bumpkin robot. Yeah. And apparently when transformers get hurt, I guess when they're hurt in their vehicle form, 
Right. It's really hard to transform back to being and what I would think is their natural state. Like most shapeshifters in comics, like if like Mystique in X-Men, like when she gets hurt, she tends to turn back into her blue form. Right. You know. But these guys, when they get hurt as a truck or whatever the hell they are, they're just like, I can't go back to being a man. I gotta stay this way. <laughs> it's too hard. And at one point in the story, Optimus Prime as a gigantic Mack truck gets blown out of this mountain mine all down the hill. And there's this really weird scene. Prime, can you transform? Nope. I, I'll try. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, uh, I've almost got he, it. He sounds Come like on, Prime, he's passing a stone. Try harder. And the whole time that was <laughs> going on, but, but the but the visual too. Yeah, because like, it's really weird because his truck is going in and out of. He sounds like he's giving birth. And that and then his head's the last thing to pop up. At yeah, the end. it's so weird. And the guys are cheering him on. Like it seems really like personal. Like you shouldn't be there while he's doing this. Yeah. You should not be watching. But they're like, you got it, Optimus. Come on, you can get over this. So weird that that's even a thing that they can't transform. So strange. Oh my, oh, it's gross sounding. Him just moaning. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> I'm not doing it very good. Now that I'm on mic, I'm not going to fucking do it right. Well, speaking of... This is the sound effect that the Transformers make when they transform. I think when they transform into the thing, whatever that is, it goes... And then when they come back, it goes... Like that. So it happens a ton. There's a lot of Transformers and a lot of transforming going on in this show. I don't know what, I mean, that is the perfect noise. That's awesome. It looks right. It sounds right. And I just, when something happens more than three times in a cartoon, I'm the kind of weirdo that likes to bring them all together and have playtime. I didn't do anything to any of that except put them together. I didn't slow them down, speed them up, anything. Like, I don't know what it means when they do it slower. Like, like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, are they doing it slower? But they... It really, when you do it, like, all of them back-to-back like that, I was going to yeah. say, it sounds like a weird alien language. Like, two birds from another land are right. communicating with each other. Yeah. Like, it's just weird as shit. Fucking great, I though. love it. I can, That sounds very <laughs> soothing to me. It makes me happy. It makes it me does, feel good. Man. It does. It makes me happy. Oh, how happy. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, I'm mean, glad, I would say. Put myself in the glad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... Pretty much the original miniseries of Transformers, More Than Meets the Eye. It's it's not really more than meets the eye. It's about what you get. Like, what you see is what you get with this miniseries, I would say. Yeah. It's really good, but it's not more than what you're seeing. <laughs> it's exactly a toy cartoon featuring a bunch of robots that yeah. are easy to mix up. 
That's true. I did yeah. like it, though. I enjoyed it a lot. It was good. I, I'd I, like to see some individual episodes and see how those, like, I don't know what kind of um, threats might come about. It seems like every episode you have to just have Transformers versus Decepticons. How many different plans can you have? But apparently it's been popular enough to be re- resurrected like 20 times. So it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It'll never go away. Right. Uh, I have some cast details and there's way too many people on the show for me to really get deep into it so i'm just going to keep it nice and simple you're like you. um they were all done by human voices all yeah right. uh at least two <laughs> humans worked on the show guaranteed <laughs> so the first one and probably the best known uh identity here of these guys is optimus prime and ironside by the way was played by peter cullen uh i believe he has played optimus prime in every version of the character. I know he plays him in the movies as well, continues to to this day. Uh, He's worked on a lot of stuff that we've either done or is adjacent to what we've covered before, like he's been on G.I. Joe. He was on Filmation's Ghostbusters, not the real Ghostbusters. He was on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I didn't realize this. He played Antor, so the ant guy, Gunner, and Mind's Eye on Dino Riders. He's played Eeyore on Winnie the Pooh since at least the late 80s, like consistently. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, I I knew him as a kid more, and I didn't know him, but I his voice I knew <laughs> as the opening narration of Voltron, which is a cartoon that I would very much like to cover in the I future. Yeah, and it's funny because that's a cartoon about big robot lions, and this is the voice of the biggest robot ever, success-wise. You lying? You lying? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I should start selling you one lie out of all the trivia, and you should guess which one it is. That's a new thing. Oh, I like that. Eventually. Actually, I like Don't that. have any lies for you right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Megatron, Soundwave, Rumble, Ravage, Skywarp, Trailbreaker, and Mirage. I'm not just listing names. These All of these people, these robo people, were played by Frank Welker. Remember Frankie Welker? I do. He's back. Again, he's in every cartoon. He's like a computer virus. They got in the cartoons. And he's there to stay. There's a lot of voices that he did. Uh, Starscream and Wheeljack were both played by Christopher Collins, who does play Cobra Commander. We've talked about him in the G.I. Joe episode before. Yeah. All right. You've already blown up my spot on one of them, which is Cliff Jumper, Blue Streak, and Teletron 1, which is the Transformers ship. They're all played by Casey Kasem. Yeah. Uh, bet you didn't know this. Why don't you, why don't you ruin this for me? All right. What you got? Well, you have to tell me before I say it if you're going to oh, ruin it. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Uh, he left the show, I think, in the third season when he was offended by a fictional Middle Eastern country that was on the show called Carbomya, like Carbom You. This is on Transformers in the 80s. Carbomya. Yeah, Casey Kasem was Palestinian and Lebanese ancestry. Yeah. And so he was like, dude, that's not that's not cool. And he left the series over it. They had to write out his characters from the show. I'm surprised they didn't just recast it. That's weird. Wow, yeah. man. That's but, crazy. Yeah. Carbomb, yeah. That's not their best work. <laughs> I don't know if they really need to not, tackle politics. Not the worst, though. Yeah. No, no, probably not. <laughs> we'll find out. And then finally, Jazz, who, when he, the first thing he says, he sounds like Bill Cosby, just about on the show, was played by none other than Scatman Carruthers. <laughs> who was a famous musician and yeah. actor who most famously to me was featured in The Shining but he's also done voice acting on the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon and he played the titular character of Hong Kong Fui Hong Kong Fui himself 
Scatman Crothers. Mm. Jazz, Transformers, Robots, 80s, Action, Cartoons, Toys? Mm-hmm. Yes. Better check your watch. Your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy I am. I can't wait to hear about these toys today, Travis. You know what? I sold everyone super duper short on a couple of episodes ago with our Captain N. It it was almost a lack a lack of yeah, toy corner. It was it was good though. It worked out. Okay. I mean, you didn't have an option. It's not your fault. Okay. I won't I won't blame you for that. If anyone okay. does, I'll, they can talk to me. All right. Good. Yeah. All right, man. So this is the part of the show where I uh, I find a couple toys and a couple uh, related boys. items. Yeah, a couple boys, <laughs> and we. <laughs> no, uh, a couple of toys and, and a couple of related items with the show, and and I kind of I kind of throw you know. I kind of throw out a description to Will. Will guesses how much it is. It's either wrong or right. Most of the time it's wrong, hopefully. If not, then the show ends, hopefully. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. No, if it's right, it's it's okay. If it's if it goes over, if I go over the amount. Right. Yes. Right. Wrong. <laughs> if if right. I guess correctly, that's my, my reward is so I don't have to do this shit anymore. <laughs> right. Wrong. Yes. Wrong. Correct. Left. Right. Left. Left. Right. Yeah. Okay, man. So what will... Yeah. Let's say, hypothetically, I opened my phone up, and I found a Transformers Generation 1. Mm-hmm. G1. Yep, a G1 Special Edition Optimus Prime Starscream version. Now, this is a newer toy. This Walmart sells this bad boy, and I was surprised at uh, at this whole package. Because uh, it's just pretty crazy, and I'll explain. But but what do you got? This this well, this is this is going to be a uh, let's say about eighteen inch, about Lord. eighteen inch toy. Is this a big boy edition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have here, buddy? Well, I'm going to need some clarification because what you just told me is essentially like this is the Satan edition of the God action figure. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> That's I don't understand what you've told me. You I, just to, you took two characters who should never be combined and combined them. Tell dude, me, tell dude, me more. This is what I got here. I mean, can you describe it in any way? Yeah, this mofo looks like Optimus, but how is he Starscream? That's just what the parentheses say. <laughs> <laughs> the, par- the parenthesis <laughs> says Starscream version. Okay, well. Thanks, man. And there's, and there's only one left. You you shouldn't run auctions, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, I mean, an Optimus Prime right away is a must-have. Right. Let's garner a pretty penny. And then I would also say that when you add the Starscream to it, though, that's like you're cutting your cocaine. Right. You're pouring you're, water. You're cocaine. Yeah, you're cocaine. Then you, you're actually debasing the Optimus Prime <laughs> and you are lowering the price. Yeah. So I would say that the price is gonna have to sit at Walmart. Keep in mind this yeah, is a Walmart. See, I'm I'm treading more lightly these days. You, so you don't have to tread lightly. Wink wink. Fifty dollars is my bid. <laughs> you can get a God Satan toy for three forty four ninety nine. Three hundred and forty-four dollars. That's such. And God, why do they do? Why don't they just say three hundred and forty-five dollars? 
I mean, this has bugged me since I was a kid. Right. Why? Why? I don't know, man. It's not tricking anybody. It's not. We don't. We know what it is. Well, that's way too much money, even for that tall of a toy. Is it like? Is it hard to find? Well, or is it just made out of real the, Transformers this, metal? On this description, it says there's only one left, man. In the world. <laughs> That's the worst story to start with. I'm so sorry. It's all right. You start low. No, okay. it was great. Are okay. you kidding me? All right. Uh, we're going to hop over to eBay now. Okay, let's Goodwill. go. Let's get over there. Um, let's say hypothetically. I'll follow you down this path. <laughs> okay. I found a vintage 1980s Transformer G1 Shockwave. 100% complete and working with lights and sounds, all the bells and whistles. He's not packaged, of course, but it's loose. How much would you say one of these are going to be, Will? All right. Well, I really liked Shockwave in this. I thought he was hilarious. Uh, he's like, you're going to love this one, Will. Well, because it's Shockwave, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of my point. Uh I so, like Shockwave. So, such a basic looking toy from the eighties too. It's yeah, well he's a really funny. simple looking character. He's just, he's like a Cyclops dude and he has a great voice. Your mom's a Cyclops dude. Well that puts you in an interesting company, doesn't it? <laughs> According to you. <laughs> what do you got, buddy? I got I, I gotta say a shockwave I believe comes into play quite a bit later down the line. And so I think someone of his stature and his, his acting was really good. And that usually affects the prices of these toys quite a bit. And so I'm going to say $50 based on that. Very interesting. You can get a, uh, a Shockwave from the 1980s. Complete and working. Lights and sounds, bells and whistles. For $119.88. Rubies. Ruby crystals. Yes. Got it. Wow, $119. $119 buckaroos, yeah. man. Well, that's probably not worth it. Right. Don't do it here. This is a warning. This this part of the podcast should be a warning to people. Just don't spend that much. <laughs> don't like don't, there are things. Don't do it. Like I like toys too, but and if you send me one, I'll I'll keep it. But like, man, just don't spend that much money on them. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Pay your rent. <laughs> to take your kids out to eat. Buy or buy some food. Buy some food and feed yourself or someone else. <laughs> These are the things that money is for. <laughs> Definitely. All right, man. Let's go ahead and go down the little line here. All right, buddy. Do you have a list of ways that you like to segue into these? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right, buddy. How much would you say that a vintage 1986... Fucking say the name of the toy. <laughs> Sorry, I was giving facts right. <laughs> a, a 1986... Omega Supreme Transformer. This is nothing to scoff at, Will. So it's got beans and cheese and rice in it. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks pretty official. On all these are in its in its uh... Omega Supreme what? <laughs> Sentinel. O- Omega Supreme Transformer. Transformer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, it comes it comes completely in package, in mint condition. That that sounds crazy. Yeah. They just. Sound, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It just sounds crazy. Omega. I think the only way to go when you're not sure is $50. <laughs> you crazy bastard. You can get a Omega Supreme mm-hmm. and a drink. And a drink <laughs> for just a little extra. Yeah. No. In mint condition, you can get this toy 
and it's in its mint condition packaging, all that. Yeah, you told for me. Two <laughs> mint, by the way. Mint. I mentioned mint. What's the condition of the toy? Though? It's very minty. Yeah. Um, two thousand. It's like two thousand like bucks. Two thousand bucks. Two thousand bucks. I mean, sir. I'm not really. I can't really be flabbergasted by any of these prices now, unless they're low. You've ruined. You've reamed me out as far as expectations go of this mm, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, buddy. Let's go and go down the pike here for a second. Okay. And say in 1986, Transformers released a little toy I would like to call in Transformers as a company. I was going to say <laughs> the Transformers <laughs> are releasing their own figures yes, now. <laughs> yes. Would like to call Trypticon. Trypticon. Yes. I I used to um, get. I used to buy a lot of that. <laughs> To my whole high school years. I bet you so. <laughs> yeah. um, he could transform into a big dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Um, who could actually walk with a pair of C batteries. Kind of like the <laughs> Dino Riders. Just walk next to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold her in. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, He'll walk a little lady across the street. Yeah, right. Uh, the, 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 you could add other smaller robots to them to form cannons. Oh. And, this is uh, just Dino Riders meets Transformers. Yeah, a little sounds bit. Like. A little yeah. bit. And uh, mint condition sealed box, much like the other one, good sir. What do you think this bad boy is going for? I mean, I'm a little unsure on the. It's kind of nebulous, like what condition the, the state of the toy. Yeah, like physically. Right. It's mint. I mean, it's got pieces are all there. Yeah, it's it's great. It's okay. mint. Is it is it like injured in some way? <laughs> they they like to sneak these things in. Like I just don't. No, no, this thing is good to go, buddy. Okay. Is the packaging there? Packaging is there. It's, okay. ma- it's mint and it's, condition. And it's around the toy. It hasn't been opened. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'd say that that deserves a 50, a $50 bid. I'll go $50 oh, on that. Oh, you silly little boy. You silly little boy. 2000 bucks. You don't, you can tell me a number without insulting me, by the way. I'll accept that. I can't do that. <laughs> you know, you can't. That doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah. Well, it's another 2000er, huh? So if you had that and the other one, you can, I don't know, buy an expensive guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. you can't because you've already spent $4,000 on these two toys. So All there right, you buddy. go. Um, so Bumblebee. 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 Um, Bumblebee uh, was part of the original Transformers release in 1984, mm-hmm. Will. I was there. Um, how much... For this toy, mm-hmm. pristine condition in a box, almost minty, you could say. Is it the box he came in though? Yeah, it's okay. the box he came in. I, you, I just you gotta, you know how these toy sellers are. On the on, on the box, it even says transforms from mini car to robot and back. And... <laughs> it doesn't just transform once. So <laughs> <laughs> it says, buddy. <laughs> That would be a pretty. Oh, that'd be a great, cruel <laughs> Only toy t- line. It's like you bring, you buy the kid a transformer that is like a lemon, and it just transforms once and stays. Yeah, <laughs> it, is. yeah it's like a fucking. Um, <laughs> it's like a Rubik's cube. Yeah, yeah. You you solve the transformer and you're done. It's that's it. You just put it on the wall. Oh man. Well, Bumble. I gotta say, Bumblebee is a, is very cute. He's a cute little guy, and I think he is definitely. I would if he was in a bachelor auction. Yeah. I'd raise my arm and I'd say, I'll go 50. Dude, you can go ahead and raise that higher for me, would you? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some some days past tokens. Just go ahead and raise that bit up a little bit, would you? I don't like being pushed like this, but if I have to, I mean, I'm willing to go as far as like 55, 56. 
Does that make you happy? I don't know what you want from me. All right, man. So you can get a bumblebee. And shove it up your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I'm be for three thousand dollars, whoa, more than the other guy, the big guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a guy named Bumblebee who turns into essentially a Volkswagen Bug is worth more than something called an Omega Sentinel or whatever the fuck it was. Right. That's crazy. Let's move down the path. Um, Megatron, a fan favorite. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say so. Oh uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah. Sha. Sha. Um... <laughs> Uh, Megatron is well known for being one of the most realistic looking toy guns on the market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a gray laser gun, kind of. In the 80s, this was groundbreaking shit. This is what toys okay. looked like back or yeah. t- guns looked like Yeah, back this then. is groundbreaking. All right, so uh, Minty, pristine, conditiono. In the box? In a box, buddy. Okay. Hey, this toy is in a box. What's the condition of the box? It's very nice. Okay, so it's not quite meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, everything is great, buddy. Okay, yeah, sounds pretty good. How much for this? Well, I mean, how much is it to be in the NRA? Like 50 bucks <laughs> a month or something? Like, let's go 50. Okay, it. all yeah. right, interesting. 4K all day, buddy. 4K. Damn. Yes. He's going to be proud of that. I wonder if Starscream, the toy, is like jealous of him and is trying to get his price to be raised it should, in it the market. Sh- it should be. Yeah. It should be because I don't I, agree. I skipped over it because Starscream did um, just yielded a price of 2000 bucks, just like the rest of yeah, the Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be repetitive like yeah. that. Yeah. You don't want to repeat numbers like that. Never. No. All righty. Next down the path here, Optimus Prime. That's yes. the one we're all waiting for here. Yeah. This is a great toy. Been waiting like three hours for this. Yes. <laughs> Three and a half, who's counting? Yeah. Um, how much for one of these bad boys, man? How's he doing? He's pristine and minty. Like, you got a fresh wax. Yeah. I got a few coats of wax going. Yep. Yeah. It's great, man. How's but, his uh, spark plug doing? Oh, it's good. Well, those have to be changed. Oh, oh, so it's not original spark plugs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're going to break it down yeah, a couple. change it out. Um, uh, what's the mileage like? Uh, 90? Yeah. Yeah. Have you checked the Carfax on this? <laughs> 90 mil? 90 mil. Yeah, a few light years, maybe. What's the Carfax? What's that like? The Carfax? Yeah, <laughs> sure. They're great, man. Yeah. N- n- they're just great. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> n- never been flooded. Yeah. Nothing, nothing more, man. nothing less. Yeah. Yeah. No wrecks. No, I, it's funny that they wouldn't report it's got on a their. Clean, clean title. Because I saw in the cartoon that he was in the water quite a bit. <laughs> so I think they really should read. I, I don't trust those Carfax. I think he's a $50 lemon, is what he Jesus is. Jesus Christ. That's all you're going to give him, huh? I think that's a fair bid. Fifty, you know what fifty dollars does? What's it's it, do? a, it it moves people. Where to? It moves police officers to look the other way. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, fifty. Interesting. You can get a, or you can get N mm-hmm. Optimus Prime. There you go for twelve thousand dollars. You sure you're not? I mean, I know it's not a thousand two hundred. That's too low. Apparently, <laughs> it's it's twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Dollars. Yep. I mean, Optimus Prime is it's the holy grail. Buddy. That's a fucking travesty. It really is. <laughs> if you ask me. It really is, man. <laughs> I mean, that's like you can sell that and be basically at po- almost at poverty level <laughs> for the year. I mean, pretty low, but still. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Oh, my God. All right, man. Let's move down the, uh, the good old toy cast uh-huh. tomb here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's do what you just said. Yeah, whatever. 
Next next order of business here. Mm-hmm. How much for a uh, Megatron saw? <laughs> <laughs> and for everyone that doesn't know what a cell is, it's a transparent celluloid sheet on which a character or scene is drawn or hand painted. Yeah. Um, I got burned real bad on this the last time we talked about cells. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're kind of bitter. Yeah. Like, you know. We talked cells once before, and I was not happy with the outcome. So <laughs> okay. I'm going to say. And it's very free shipping, by the way. Okay. Well, yeah. If you even mentioned fucking shipping to me. <laughs> I got burnt by a cell. I got burnt by a cell. I got, like, cell <laughs> trauma. Okay? So don't even mention them to me. Jeez. I, um, I mean, if it was of Cybertron. I would be like blowing it up. Okay. Yeah. But as it is, knowing what I know now, I'm going to say $10. $1,300. Whoa. Will. Holy shit. You could say that that you know, is not on Saul. No, that is not on Saul. <laughs> Saul. I, you know, I, I made a major miscalculation, uh, forgetting that the last time I guessed it was for Captain N, not Transformers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. This this is the last and final one forever, ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm retiring this whole segment after this is yeah. done. Yeah, I'm retiring Transformers. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Um, I like to throw these kind of things in here now because I think it's interesting. Please. So this is a costume, a little cosplay, if you will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a Transformers. I hope so. Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. Theatrical, vacuum form, adult costume. Extra large. Can you put those words together faster for me so I can <laughs> follow yeah, follow the train? Yeah, you yeah. had that someone talk so slow. You're like, I can't connect. Every my- word was a new like road for me to travel down. <laughs> I forgot the last thing you said every time you talked. So it's it's a it's a bumblebee um, adult costume, uh-huh. but it's it's really nice though. It's really nice. Oh, but man. it's really nice. Well, then that changes things. Uh, and you said theatrical. You don't mean like it's for the stage. It's like. <laughs> It's like based on the Bumblebee from the movies, yes, I assume. Yeah. Yes. See, I understand. Well, like this thing's pretty official, man. Yeah. And is, is it official or is it something that somebody made? You said cosplay, I think. Well, co- I mean, cosplay just means that you're dressing up like that. It doesn't necessarily mean it's handmade. True. Am, am I am I wrong? I I could be wrong. I really don't know. I think we I think we're on we're in dangerous territory where we talk about stuff we don't know. Let's let's go deep. Let's just double down <laughs> on it. <laughs> Um, well then, let's for, I'll forget that part. Uh, By the way, though, this is uh, yeah. um, this this website does offer free shipping for this item. Well, good for them <laughs> if that mattered. <laughs> yeah, it does. I uh, shipping. Um, well, Bumblebee drives it over for you. Simple there as you that. Go. There yeah. you go. All right. Well, I think there's one way to go. Okay. When you're down and you're not sure who you can rely on, who's on a fifty dollar bill? Is it Einstein? Yeah. <laughs> you can rely on old Albert Einstein, that is. $50. All right, buddy. That's funny because. That's yeah, explain the, the comedy to me. That's not the price. Okay. <laughs> uh, $253 is what you can get this. That is a little over five times what I guessed. It really is, man. Last over five times what I guessed. 
All right, man. That's all I got. That's bro. your choice. That's your choice. That's the. That's all I got for the time. Oh, man. That's all I Man, I, I know this. Like, if you type Transformers into eBay or Amazon or anything, I imagine. Your phone it, blows up. Yeah, it's, you can't handle the processing. It's just too much. You need, like, three computers. <laughs> To look up one yeah. transformer, yeah, yeah, you need you need to be able to look up the transformers like you look at porn. Yeah, <laughs> it's fitting, man, because it's chock full of robots. A lot of robots. Yeah, too many of you ask me. Yeah, I kind of agree. I, I don't need to have to see that many at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of alarming yeah, to sh- me. Yeah, shave yeah. that number down just a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Just give me five and five, maybe, or not have it to where transformers are exiting out of other transformers. Yeah, it's, it's off-putting. It is, the least. and it's just like if you're starting off a cartoon show, build up. Like if you start off, I can't imagine how many transformers are going to be on it in season three because yeah. you can only get bigger. You don't like whittle down your cartoon cast to like a core, you know, central <laughs> inner circle of robots. It's like no, we got to go bigger. So it's going to be like four. It's going to be a, a battalion of robots yeah. by that time. You yeah. won't even be able to see them all on screen. They'll be ants. <laughs> well, we talked about transformers. We managed to somehow talk about transformers, and you know, we did an experiment. And the result, only time will tell. Greatness. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm transforming into a guy who's going to tell you how to reach us here at the Days Past Tooncast. We have a Twitter account. You can tweet us and read our tweets at dptooncast. You can email us at dptooncast at gmail.com. You can and should all of these things. These aren't just can. These are and need to and will. You yes. can and you will. Ooh. Go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash DP Tooncast. It's like if you type F into your thing, it'll just fill out the rest and say Facebook, I'm sure. So <laughs> then just type DP Tooncast and it'll do that for you next time, too, when you come back. Talk to us about these things. What do you like? What do you want to see more of? What shows would you love for us to cover? Etc. Etc. <laughs> etc. 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 Yes. Uh, I will also say that this coming Sunday, it's a day that uh, I think some people call Christmas Eve. It's December twenty fourth. To Travis and I, it's going to be a very special day because we're going to be celebrating Toonsmas. Yes. On a very special holiday mini episode. Oh, man, it's going to be nice and beautiful. Guys, if you want to hear stories and songs, yes. hear two two men bonded as family, as yeah. though they're family, by toys and cartoons. Yeah, just, just, just roasting chestnuts on open fire. Absolutely. Then you need to come back and listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. And then you need to come back next week when we talk about Jim and the Holograms, guys. Oof. Good night. This is just a lineup that Good won't Lord. quit. Drop, Guys. drop this mic right on the ground. Yeah, and then walk away as it explodes. Yes. And transforms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, and then I wanted to ask Travis. Uh, I like to do an interview with you occasionally at yeah. the end of these things. Yeah, Sometimes I'm starting to do. Uh, Travis. Yes? What kind of podcasting programming do you provide for the good people out there? Oh, you know what, man? Outside of this glorious podcast mm-hmm. I do with you, Will, I do a little podcast with Brandon and Catherine called Nature of the Beast. Mm-hmm. It's a true crime podcast. It's true crime with a twist. It's funny. It's good, good. Have you considered doing a big podcast? No, not at all. Okay. No, I'm scared. I'm scared right. of that, actually. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. It scares me, too. Yeah. 
Medium's good for me. Yeah, I like I like little little podcasts is where I like keep <laughs> my like play with them. Yeah, <laughs> move around. Yeah, it's like Bumblebee and Rumbler yeah. or whatever the guy's name is. Whatever you weirdo. I'm doing. I'm batting like a thousand remembering one name for yeah. the show. Yeah. Transformers, we will be back. We'll go to Cybertron. We'll go wherever they go. How could we not? Even if we don't like the show, we would have to do it. Yeah. Because it's Transformers mm-hmm. and they're in disguise. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to say unto thee, tutor my, my duder. My duder. Yeah. Tutor it. You want Do you want to tutor your. Yeah. 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 Tut- tutor my duder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think yeah, so. Yeah. Tutor my duder. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Tutor my duder. Mm hmm. Will for the days past Tooncast saying, Tooncast, roll out. Isn't that what he says? <laughs> Optimus Prime? I think so. Yeah. yeah, it sounds good. <laughs>